What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Statics J, and today I am hosting the fifth episode of the Statics J podcast. I am joined here with my couple friends. We're right here to my right is my brother, Quickie Quicks, goes by the name of Jason, and over there is my friend <laughs> named Grizzly. He goes by the name of Brandon. Say what's uh, up to people, baby. Hey. Um, How are you going to say what's up to people and then lean away from the microphone? Like, he didn't say what's up to me. I did say what's up what to up, me. What up, y'all? It's Quixy Quicks in the mud. I really hate doing? that name. Get, no, it's just Quicks. We ain't going Quixy Quicks. That sounds like a possible stripper name. And, Regardless. And get about, you know, one inch away from the mic and we're good. You get one inch away from the mic as well? I'm good. You're not I'm good. not loud. That's debatable. No, I'm not. That's the very. I'm only doing because you. Every time you do something, you get on my nerves about this stuff. So that's not a you problem. Whatever, fam. Anyways, how are you guys doing this evening or this night right now? I'm here. You know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Just here. Yeah. You know, I'm existing. Just sort of existing. Nothing. Just here. Uh, that's know, deep, just, bro. That's okay. Deep. He's like. Uh, I'm just existing. Existing. Is that? Okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this man's having a moment. Right oh, my God. Well, you know, you got to fiddle with these things. Make sure it's like where it can pick up on the <laughs> He's like, is the mic is right here where it needs to be. Like, am I going to be comfortable enough to say what I need to say without, you know, without oh, like, shit. yeah, or just like oh my having to like put my, put my neck at like a weird angle. Like, yeah, no, you got to be able to tell people to. What was that? Oh. A bottle of water. It's like you, we record a podcast. Like, okay, uh, am I in within arms reach to grab a water bottle without hitting the mic? You're or like, like oh, yeah, shit. knocking something over. <laughs> I feel really bad for your downstairs neighbors right now because they're probably it. just hearing all kinds of stuff. They're like, what is going what on? What the hell's going on? What is going on up there? <laughs> the fuck they doing up there? It's ten o'clock at night. Like I was telling you, it's gonna. It's only a matter of time for you start hitting like broomstick thumps on like the floor because <laughs> he's like, shut the hell. <laughs> Try to sleep down there. He's like, shut the fuck up, nigga. Yes, I'm living his, up here. His downstairs neighbor is a surly middle aged man from like the hard part of New York. <laughs> and he's a great individual because he's he really not, noise complaint on us. I yet. saw him for the first time today. <laughs> he's been here for like what, three months? <laughs> So it was the first time I've ever seen the downstairs. <laughs> he was like, "That's your neighbor downstairs." Oh shit! Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up? What's you, Quickie Quicks? How you doing today? I'm here. Quickie Quicks sounds I'm like a lie. porno name. Stop saying Quickie Quick. It's just it's Quicks. Quicks. You're the one who you started out saying. Quickie hey, Quicks. everybody in the that. comment section, no. call this man Quickie Quicks. You want to chill out for five seconds? Okay, right. There's Staxy Stacks. You want to hear that? Staxy Stacks. The statics, stanky snacks, it makes you sound like a fat stripper. How are you? Chill doing? out, bro. How, I'm chill out. I'm how, good. How are you? I'm, You're bro, good. I'm vibing. Vibe checks out here, bro. Straight vibe checks. I'm vibing. Straight <laughs> vibe, vibe checks. If, he, <laughs> if everybody <laughs> else good, then I'm good. So we got a I, lot of. We need vibe checks in the comment po- section, please. Vibe, vibe checks. checks. Everybody gets vibe checks. Yep, vibe checks. So before we start, is uh, before we start with the dad jokes, anything interesting going on with this week with you guys? This or anything. W- no, anything. Interesting. It's just like, what the fuck? I gotta say this shit. Um, Bad Boys for Life was great. That's, that's my interesting thing. I think, it's the, I think it's the best of the trilogy. Oh yeah, we're gonna that's, talk about Bad Boys in the middle. But well, yeah, I was gonna say we'll get to that though. Yeah, it's a, that's a, what you like to call a teaser for yeah. the audience. Quick teaser. What about you? What you want to get? Uh, I just want to go ahead and clarify. I think that Australia is going through the apocalypse. Just tell me why that literally within what you a mean? week the world's going to the apocalypse. Oh no, Australia gets the apocalypse. They had one week, one day, first day, flash floods. Second day, flash floods. Third floods. Third day, burning forest fire, and then a dust storm. 
fourth day fire <laughs> another fire <laughs> sixth day <laughs> dust storm that's the apocalypse man that's that's the place for the, the truly the tough and the bold because i'm not living out there somebody gonna die Jesus Christ! Like every, everything out there wants to kill you, even Mother Nature. Like, mother Nature man. hates you. The Australian people seem to do okay growing old. So yeah, they're fine. I, I don't think, I don't think they're used to, to the elements. Oh, this is never day. <laughs> Everybody oh, else going over there. Ah! <laughs> it's just like a literal crime scene apocalypse. Everything that's been said in the podcast does that reflect the views. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Australia. I'm just saying, y'all uh, expressed here of the individuals <laughs> okay. expressing them and I'm not in the podcast. Saying, y'all some tough motherfuckers out there. We thought Texas was tough. No, y'all going through a whole lot of oh shit. Oh my god! Yeah. Regardless, you know. Oh what I'm saying. oh oh! I yeah. I bumped the thing. Did you bump the stand? Oh no, you good? I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> a shot of tequila for every day we done a podcast. Let's go, boys! This okay. is only tequila. Only tequila. Damn. Yeah, this is only tequila. Tequila water. <laughs> no, no, tequila. just tequila. It just disguises water. See, he's smart man. You got that clear tequila. That's how you know it's good. Have you ever seen that Vine by, uh, I think his name is like Evan Breen. And he's like, or Evan MB. Something yeah. Like that. And he's like, oh, what you drinking? It's like, uh, can I have some of that water? He's like, it's not water. What? Yeah. It's, it's vinegar. He's like, oh, vodka. So it's, it's vinegar. What? It's vinegar, you pussy. <laughs> he's like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's oh, like, God. Because he's like, he's like, can we get that, some of that water? He's like, it's not water. Oh, vodka. Sick, dude. And he's like, it's vinegar. What? It's, it's vinegar, vinegar, pussy. <laughs> he's just like, you know how savage you have to be to just drink, drink straight vinegar? vinegar? <laughs> no. That's wild. <laughs> That's on that white people stuff. Okay, so <laughs> before we get into the topics and like questions and the other stuff, before we wrap this video up, um, in small news, we have a few small news that happened. Bam. Um, so it's just been recently announced that The Witcher, not only was it a hit, uh, you know, Netflix series on oh, Netflix, this there we're gonna get a new uh, The Witcher anime. Oh Let's yeah. Ooh. I saw something about that. Yeah, and it's coming to Netflix and animation studio that will handle it. It will be from Studio Mir. That's what it's pronounced. Uh, it's it's from the same people who brought us The Legend of Korra, and and the other show from Netflix is called Voltron: Legendary Defender. I heard that was pretty good. I've not seen mm-hmm. one of those, but I've always been a big Voltron fan because like I like love anything mech related. Yeah, like, so like Voltron was one of those things as a kid, like that and Robotech and Gundam was like. He's got like, me into it. So like, he's like my soft spot. I just me. yeah, I just need he's to sick. sit down and watch it. But I heard it's pretty good. So oh, and I've seen the animation style. So I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to do The Witcher with that kind of that style of animation. And it's going to be gory. And they said and they say like, so. they said yeah. that the show is going to be it's called The Witcher: Nightmare of the Wolf. Okay. What's the what is the setting like? Are we following? Geralt, obviously, I guess. But mm-hmm. like, I don't. I I haven't played. I can't really, I can't comment on that. One, other but. like unknown Witcher entirely. But I think from what I heard from other people, that it's supposed to, it seems like it's gonna be further ahead than what's on the Wait, what's like current on the show. On the show, or talking about the game. Like, I, I think the ti- no, I'm talking about the the show, like mm-hmm. the timeline, everything. I think from what I from what I hear, it's gonna be like a lot further than what's presented on the TV mm-hmm. series right now on Netflix. But yeah, that's one of the news. Uh, another piece of news: um, Patrick Stewart. Uh, it was announced that he will not be reprising his role as Professor Xavier for the upcoming MCU movies. Uh, there was a mm. quote from him. He said that uh, if we ha- he said the reason why he won't be able to make it is that if we had not made Logan, uh, then yes, I would probably be ready to get in that wheelchair one more time and beat Charles Xavier. But Logan changed all that. Yeah, mm. he 
apparently feels like really ha- like he was really happy with the the way it ended like the way they like gave like the ending they gave Professor Xavier and everything so mm-hmm. I I guess they just can't pers- I wish they could persuade him because I think he'd be great but mm-hmm. maybe that opens up because they've got the partnership with Sony and everything now so maybe yeah. that opens up the uh, like the clear front runner now to be Charles Xavier would be uh, what's his name the guy that played him in the prequel movies. Oh, uh, James McAvoy? Yeah, James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that would essentially mean we're going to get bald James McAvoy in his nice. hover chair. Yeah. So well, I do want to say, now. I do want to say, even though I wasn't the big fan of the Fox, like X-Men movies, I will say thank you for your contributions. Yeah. In a row. Definitely, a, definitely the guy. Yeah. yeah, that 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 that. Thank you for your contributions. Anybody who played a character for long that long, thank you for your contributions mm-hmm. and what you've done. You know. Yeah, like uh, also his contributions to Star Trek is. Oh, true that too. You know, Picard just started up this week. I haven't watched episode one yet, but it started this. week. <laughs> oh, that's why he ain't coming. No, <laughs> no I mean, I don't know. oh man. And then uh, other small news: uh, Sony is ditching E3 again this year. Again. Oh boy. Does this mark the end of E3 as we know? I don't know. It depends on if any of these other major developers or like major companies pull out. It, it sure seems like it's not the like tech juggernaut show it used to be. Yeah, mm. like it feels like people care more about PAX or Gamescom mm. and less about E3. And instead mm. of having one big show they focus on, they focus on having something cool for each of the smaller shows. Yeah. Like every PAX is special now because somebody sees some, show something different. Like the, what is it? Gamescom is the ones in Germany, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's always something really cool with that. The Tokyo Game Show TGS always has something really cool that they show. Yep. So <clears> it <throat> seems like E3 is being phased out and I don't know. That's kind of rough. I mean, that's what happens eventually when you... Face competition, but two years in a row, Sony's pulled out early, early. Like yeah. it's not even like a we're like four weeks out; they're not coming. It's a the year just started. We won't be there. Yeah, it freaking Nintendo, again. Like Nintendo got their own direct, and Sony's got their own state of play. Exactly, they can, like they're they doing can, their own things. Yeah, now. they don't need E three anymore. Like, yeah, they can do it their own fair, way. Yeah. There was a time where E three was kind of a necessary thing. Yeah, and I think it's still cool because it's awesome to see like the community come together like that for a big event, but mm. also. There's so many little regional ones now. Like we have a PAX here in Texas. Yeah, that yeah. we've had it for a few years now. PAX South down in San Antonio. There's always been the regular PAX, and there's PAX East, PAX West. Um, so to oh crap, I lost my train of thought. Like <laughs> to um, to kind of see E3. Like maybe I don't know if, if it means the end of E3 yet, but like to, they they got to be thinking a little bit. Yeah, now. they're like, gonna have to, you know? they're gonna yeah. probably have to change their. <laughs> Pros yeah, to be something. The, I, hate to, I hate to say the phrase relevant, but I know they got to change something up just to stay, you know, um, you know, stay up to, to you know today's times or give people a reason to show the E three, you know, be besides just because uh, I, I think what it was because mostly it's E three is known for like the press and everything, yeah, mm-hmm. and now. The people who show up there, now they can control the narrative in their own way, in their yeah. own time, yeah, and, and announce stuff the way they want to. And then also, too, at E3, like stuff that used to be exciting at E3 is not even exciting anymore because there's always leaks yeah, that comes they, out before like, that. Like a week or two beforehand, we already know all the cool stuff. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it just cheapens the impact of what you would be. Like when you, when you used to see E3, you used to be super like excited about, oh, this game coming out. When things get nice, you felt like, oh, my God, it's happened. But nowadays, it's just like, oh, leaks just happened. It's just like, Oh, and then, oh. And, then, and then when they do show a trailer, you just like you still don't feel like, like mm. pump at all. It's just like, oh, I fa- you know must be true. I wonder when Microsoft is going to start doing their own like state of play or direct things. Yeah, you know, they, mm. I think they got that XL XL XLE thing they got going on. 
I don't know. They, I'm pretty sure they'll do their own thing eventually. Sooner or later. I mean, it was working out really well for Sony and for especially for Nintendo. Yeah. People love those directs. I mean, like, that last trick we got was super awesome. Our first ever Pokemon on a console already announced a DLC and a little season oh, yeah. pass. Like, that's pretty cool, oh, man. And the DLC that they've, like, they've already put new Pokemon in the game. Two islands. But uh, we're Ooh. getting two different islands with, like, all kinds of, man, I'm, I I'm One of the islands is actually bringing all the, well, most of the old legendary Pokemon yeah. back. And like with their own Galarian, for, or uh, yeah, right, Galarian forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, it'll be dope. Sorry, anyways. I guess that's pretty. Much. What, what else? Happened? I think. Mean, uh, oh, uh, one more, one more small bit of news. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, freaking the Matrix. Uh, the character who played uh, Mr. Oh. Smith. Hugo uh, Weaving, the yes, actor. Yep. He will not be reprising his role as the big baddie because of uh, scheduling conflicts and such. I just want to I just want to point out the major characters that this man has played. Okay. We've got Agent Smith, right? Yes. He was also Elrond in the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. Yep. And he was the voice of Megatron in the Transformer reboot movies. Yes. Right? Okay. Then let's not forget he was also a uh, Red Skull. Oh yeah, he yep. was Red Skull. And that's just off the top of my head. Like he's had a bunch of really big like the guy the guy's got some staying power. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. does. He really does. So I am kind of bummed he won't be in it, but at the same time, this is good because that forces him to have a different bad guy because how mad would we have been if we get all of this build and then, oh, look, Agent Smith is a problem again, as yeah. if Neo didn't have this epic, ultimate, final showdown for the fate of everything yeah. with this guy and killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what How? What good would it have done? Like, that would completely ruin the last three movies. That's a fact. Not that like two and three were amazing. Like they had some great yeah. action pieces and all, but let's be honest. Morpheus, Morpheus looked badass in two. Yeah, <laughs> a little true. bit. That's the only time. Like, but like <laughs> that would undo the pretty solid ending they gave it. Yeah. I think they're already treading into that water by making a fourth movie. So I don't know where this could go. You know what's funny? Like by next year, Matrix Four and John Wick Four is going to come out day. the same day. I might be pulling a double feature on that day. I might too, but uh, uh but uh, to be honest, I'm way more hyped for John Wick Four. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Ever yeah. well, I, the closer that gets to release, the more hype I'll get for that. Not for the Matrix. It's yeah, not going to yeah. surpass it at all. Yeah, it's just John dr- Wick ended too well. Like it's they've been so good. People be like, well, it's not a great movie. It's like, no, but I'm here for gratuitous violence. It's the same reason I watch the Expendables movies. Do you like, not want to see Gun Fu? Do, do you not want to see Brazilian, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu yeah, and like, Gung Fu and he, everything? He killed a guy twice his size with a book in a library Yo, in the last that's movie. A bad okay? Man. He killed a man with a fucking pencil. Well, I mean, so did the Joker, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But this stands. was. <laughs> <laughs> but which one did it in a more badass way? John Joker's was a magic trick. <laughs> that was a magic trick. The fuck? I bet that's your downstairs neighbor. It might be. Oh god. Was it downstairs? Uh, it says 702. Huh. Yeah, we, we yeah, they keep sending stuff here. Yeah, that's happened before. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, good news, everyone. That wasn't the downstairs neighbor, so we're good there. It was, however, for like the 15th time, a poor delivery person who keeps who, getting sent to Yeah, they location. continue to get sent to the wrong building. Wrong apartment. I don't know. 
It's <laughs> pretty rough, bro. I hate when people knock on the door oh, <laughs> and late at night. Yeah. I was like, I pulled out the knife. I was ready for the smoke just Hold in up. case. Just I gotta case. make funny. Why? Why did Static pull out the smallest knife when we have huge? Because you're gonna be able to. It's, all you need is a quick jab to the throat. No, I'm sorry. always damaged. You can never Remember, be too prepared. Stab that's a lot of damage. So, stab and twist. Ooh. No, that's a lot of damage. That's, that's a lot of damage. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, I don't trust nobody here at night time. Well, anyway. yeah, this is a fairly nice apartment complex. Yeah, though. it you is. Know, yeah. Like, people here it. seem pretty cool. Like, I honestly thought that was the downstairs neighbor. He looked yeah. a little grumpy earlier. Yeah, he did. So I was like, he absolutely looks like the kind of guy to knock on your door at 1130 because you're just a little too loud. For real. That's what happened. <laughs> we looked out. Okay. Anywho, we were talking about. We were talking about. Uh, I lost my train of thought when we took that guy knocking the door. Uh, you just started and then it stopped. <laughs> what were we, what were we, uh, we were talking about Matrix, right? Yeah. Everything. Oh, we, we finished the Matrix. Oh, both John Wick. Okay. Yes. John so, Wick. Here we go. All right, let's go ahead and get on to the topics. Anything important you guys want to talk about? <sighs> Actually, let me let me start with Jason because he know he's oh. he's very oh. passionate about. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 content. What is going on with Kingdom Hearts 3, bro? Okay, so with Kingdom Hearts, of course, it has a new DLC that's called Rebinded, which ideally how it's supposed to work from there. Is it... Oh, well, it it takes Sora back because ideally what he wants to do is he wants to go save his, basically, his potential girlfriend, Kyrie, right? Yeah. It's a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, you might want to tune off this Skip part. to I think yes. 1547. It's a year later, the statute of limitation is lifted. Go I, ahead. I, ideally. <laughs> so... Of course, with these lovely Kingdom Hearts games, especially number three, it was, for me personally, was kind of disappointing because I'll admit the combat system is great. When you do flashy move, it's flashy. But the thing is, the game is too easy and the acting is complete ass. So with this new DLC... You know, he was serious because he said the acting is complete ass. I'm literally ass. So like the whole idea is basically he's trying to go back in time to gather these hearts in order to save Kyrie. Yeah. To order to, you know, bring her back. So it goes through all these different storylines from these characters, each through their own journey. And basically how it works out, you would think with new DLC, you get some new bosses, different experiences, right? Yeah. That's the idea. Well, really, no, you don't. The thing is, you're fighting the same organization members just in different scenarios. It's the same fight. Granted, it's solo fights, so it's not like three bosses versus you, which you can easily clap. It's just you and that boss, which you can somewhat clap now. Because they kind of patched it. They added a new critical mode, which is good. Even though that should have been in the game from the get-go. We're not going to talk about that part. But, um, so yeah. So really, basically it's just the same thing over again. You're just fighting bosses by itself. But I'll give you one thing. What's that? that? That is, if you complete all bosses, you defeat all organization members, all 13 of them, you actually get an actual secret boss fight with this dude named Yuzar. I want to say... Yo, Zaro? Yozara? I don't know. Which is, <laughs> which is, yo, Zaro is that dude from the end, of the, the end of the game where it displays that dude with the red and blue eyes who actually looks pretty badass. Okay. So it's like they have a short conversation, Toro and that dude, and you actually get to fight that dude, which I meant that boss fight looks completely badass, which it looks, he just looks like an actual threat. And it's somebody different from once. But besides that, that's really all I got. So I oh, said for okay. the most part for the DLC... I'm kind of disappointed. I mm. feel like some fans are still upset with it. They're like, you don't give a I'm, fuck. 
But then look, it's like I, I know it's like last year mm. the Kingdom Hearts fandoms were kind of split. So you had like the ones who didn't yeah. care. It's just it's one another Kingdom Hearts game, even though it was like what like thirteen years or so since like the last and game. And then this one came out. Was... And then this one you have like the fans who just didn't care. Then you have the fans like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> anybody, any real fan that played number three can easily tell you the game doesn't get good towards the end because it goes through all those dizzy storylines that doesn't even really relate to that main story that's going on. Your characters just there like there's no real purpose for you to being there but he's there and then yes i'm saying it gets annoying and you that final part here, was, but you're here it's literally when you're and here the last here. part is badass when you're fighting all those bosses even though the final boss was kind of disappointed yeah but it's like that literal two hour segment is kind of ruined by the fucking 40 hours of disney bullshit mm. they could have just focused straight on the actual organization would be fine that's what I hate when video games do yeah. that. They just focus on one little subplot that doesn't really matter. Oh, you know how Kingdom Hearts is so convoluted with his stories. That reminds yeah. me. But go ahead. But uh, that reminds. Uh, are you you still more? That's not, that's I mean, for the most part, I'm good. I can vent on this all day. Just know that the DLC is kind of disappointing. But I'll give credit to the actual final boss fight. who looks badass. So that reminds me because uh, I just played the new uh, Dragon Ball. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot! And I haven't played a heavy lot of it, but I've been watching a lot of... I've been seeing a lot of gameplay videos and people talking about it. There's some people who are really hype about this game. And uh, I played a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like some things about it. And then there's some things where I'm just like, come on, bro. This is pretty dated. Like, Explain. Like, so... Here's the one thing about certain fandoms. People were saying, don't spoil the game. I'm like, how the fuck can you spoil a game that's adapted from an anime that is 30 years old? Everybody knows the story of Dragon Ball Z. Like, yo, daddy, yo, yo, daddy's daddy know the story of Dragon yeah, Ball Z. Let's hope. Word for yeah, word that's, now. that's pretty like, you don't, yeah. you don't, you like, you don't even have to, like, know Dragon Ball. You don't have to be a fan of Dragon Ball to know what's going on, everything. Like, mm-hmm. like, we have so many adaptations of video games. Like, like, they have like Dragon Ball in general has just as much video game collections as you know, just like Batman and Spider Man. Like that's you really think about it. They've been doing video games for a very long time, and they retell the same story over and over and over. <laughs> the issue I have with Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is the presentation when it comes to story, because it feels. I wish the presentation was a little bit more top notch, and maybe maybe it's just me because I'm spoiled because mm-hmm. I'm used to games like Mortal Kombat where they give you like a story mode that they give you like these cool visuals and cutscenes and everything. A lot and, of fan service. Yeah, too, and the yeah. thing I, I annoyed me. I, I know I sound like I'm nitpicking, but like some of the cutscenes they reanimated to capture what was in the the show and the show and the manga. It just don't. It doesn't have that same weight as it do uh, the TV show. It just be like every every scenes where someone's getting punched but then the audio don't come in or it, the audio doesn't like, like it's too late in. or something yeah uh, or it just it's, it's just I, I just wish the presentation was a bit stronger and I, I don't know if it's the thing that they do in Japan but it's, it seems like any most games that are adapted off an of anime from Nako Bandai I wish they did a lot more but it just felt like dated where it's like okay like you go to a town you see a cutscene you press A press A to read more dialogue or it'd, it'd be like high, you know, high production like dialogue and such and then you get in there you just like huh you need to get to the spot yeah and you get the keys to get to the car whoa now you turn on the initial like you know like when you read I yeah, hate when they I'm nitpicking yeah. and stuff but I will say uh, the semi open world parts is pretty cool 
I like that shit. You can like fly around and everything. Oh, so it's not like fully open world. It's just like it's like, it's like semi open world. But like the flying around is pretty cool. It's just control, trying trying to control how to fly is a bitch because it's just I, I wish they can let you button map how how you want to fly and whatnot. But it takes a while to get him used to. Like the fight, like encountering enemies can be pretty cool. But just like the, for me, the presentation is just I, I just wish the the story they, when you're trying to reenact the stuff from the anime. I want it to be strong and remember what it is and. It has like a good representation of how the anime was, but this is not the one I feel just yet. Mm. If I was going to tell someone, if you want to know Dragon Ball Z storyline without watching the anime, like we still need that one game. I was like, okay, this is the game you need to play. If you don't want to watch the anime full, but play this game, it gives you everything you need. It has the right quality. It's just not fully there for me just yet. That's something maybe. I, hmm. I don't know. I, I've been on the fence about that game for a while. Yeah. So like you're talking about it this way, and then like Kuma was talking about it in the in the Discord chat. And yeah, my buddy, my other buddy, it's also named is Josh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he bought it today, and he said so far he likes it. He said it's kind of it's kind of hard to get used to. Like the combat's a little different. Like yeah. there's no real like major tutorial that tells you all the yeah. the, the like fine tuned detailed stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is how you do this. Oh this is how you God. do this. That, boom. That's the, you on your own that's the thing too with these like these Japanese you know adap- adaptation games based yeah. off of anime. It's just I wish the tuck tutorials were a bit structured better. You know, like I don't like it when you do something that's like more reading to do stuff. It's just yeah. I want it when you like, you know, show me the tutorials as I'm doing it. I don't want to just read a fucking picture and text yeah. and do the same thing. That's kind of how like Dragon Ball Z Fighters felt. Yeah, it's just it's just something about that to me it feels dated. I don't know that that's the way the people in Japan are used to live. I'm just for me, I'm just like maybe you can call me a spoiled American. I don't care. It's just sometimes it's just this is next generation and such. Like it's cool if you want to go, you know, work on the character models, the gameplay, and everything else. It's just like the little things that matter. I just feel like just step up a bit more. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, this is the same like. Yeah. country that brought us games like Zelda yeah. where it's notorious for there is no tutorial. It's, hey, here's this, do this. Yeah, like, that's true. That's know, fair, that's so fair like, point. I, that, your point of like them being used to it, like Japanese uh, gamers being used to that is probably very accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's just how they make their games. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you know, every p- people elsewhere are yeah. used yeah. to having a little bit of like help, like to you know do this or that. Like, yeah, I, I played I, Link's Awakening. You yeah, know, like they had that remake, and I finally mm-hmm. sat down and played it. Yeah, and um, there's no tutorial. Like it's just like, hey, uh, you're here. I saw your sword down on the beach. You should go get it. And it's like, yeah, this little owl flying and tell you like the direction you need to travel to yeah. get to where you need to go. But from that's there, it. Yeah, exactly. Everything in between is all up to you and your intuition and figuring mm-hmm. things out. Awesome. So it's nice to treat your players like they're that intelligent. Yeah. But also, you know, for the younger players or you know some people who aren't as quick to pick things up, it mm-hmm. is nice to have that option to have a tutorial. You know, you know, it's funny. Me expressing myself the way it is, I guess I look at it because like I'm. Like we're older and such, and yeah. we ha- we don't have much time to invest in video games like some people do have all day. That's true. Some people, some people just want to just, you know, I want to say like they want to have fun, but not feel like something gets a chore. That's what I'm trying to say, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, what you, I, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, but that's uh, but that's all I really have to say. Dragon Ball. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing more of it, though. I'm still in the Saiyan saga, but mm-hmm. I seen other people play it. I'm like, it looks it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I think if I can catch it for a decent price, I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, I say get it when the, the price drops. You mm-hmm. know, it, like, does have, it does have a secret ending too. Plus, but, like there, plus there's like nothing else coming out for the foreseeable future that worth playing, at least to me. Not right now. No. So, excuse me. So I'm. 
you know, I've got nothing better to do as far as like playing games no. goes. Sorry, right, no, Final Fantasy fourteen got pushed not fourteen, but Final Fantasy seven remake got pushed out, so that got I mean, pushed back, Cyberpunk got pushed back. I'm just oh, waiting for man. the inevitable hey list. We're just gonna push the last of us to November. Like oh, that's God. all I've got oh, left man. to look forward to. Don't do that. <laughs> We're all just Do not don't, do me that way, do that Naughty Dog. Me. I've been that's waiting it. this oh, long. Doom Eternal soon, but we're talking. Speaking of Doom Eternal, uh, did you guys oh, see nice the? Did you speak? Did you see the gameplay from it? <laughs> Dude. So I saw earlier the IGN post the first, like they post the review of the first three hours of the game. I yeah. haven't read it yet because I really don't. It's IGN, but like, yeah. um, I do appreciate when they post like the first X amount of time of yes. gameplay. That's always really nice. I've always liked that about them. So I'm waiting for something like that. But yeah, I did see that gameplay trailer. It looks even more like. Intense in the first. I don't know how. So I didn't play the first Doom remake, but because it's on the Game Pass, I've really been thinking about downloading you it should, because I heard a lot of good things. It should. Plus, I really, really, really love all of the Wolfenstein's that they've done, mm-hmm. and I know they play similarly because the games came out around the same time. And yeah. it's a similar style of gameplay, so it'll handle similarly. So it won't take long for me to pick it up and get going. Yeah. So I, I, I think I'm going to pick it up and try and knock it out before Do- um, Doom and Wolf- comes out. Doom is like in, like Wolf- Wolfenstein, like Doom is one of those games that just makes you feel like a badass yeah though. Wolfenstein's no, the same way yeah, like, like, when you get, badass, like yeah. when you get powered up a little later on in those Wolfenstein games especially um, like you really feel like a beast yeah you like, feel I'll be, you take on two or three times as many people as you are and yeah. they have no match for you gun them down taking on monstrous easy. machines for real just no match mm-hmm. for you um but on the uh, Doom, so I was watching like gameplay videos of it. Like they had ten minutes ones, and then they had people. I guess they went to the events, and they were. Uh, I forgot this one guy. He reviews a lot of Doom games and Doom mods. I, I can't remember his name. I think it was G Man Lives or something. I forgot what his name. But basically, uh, he he was like telling everyone what this game was going to be about, and he was like, he. Was, I think what he said like. People are not ready for what this game is going to be. The way he the way he described it, it seems like he said this game is going to be probably a generational leap for like you know innovation of pushing first person shooters forward. Uh, what I learned is that this Doom Eternal is going to have a hub world, kind of like like the first Quake did in a way. Oh, and it's going to have so like you have this own fortress it's called like the Fortress of Doom. So you like you have like this thing you go to before you set up and go on missions. They say it's supposed to have a lot more. Oh, that sounds kind of like how they did uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah, was it was it Youngblood the most recent one they did? Yes, last the recent summer? one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in that it had like an open so like an open world kind of style where yeah, uh, you went to different parts of I think it was Paris. Yeah, and. Uh, you access them through like the subway tunnels mm-hmm. and you'd unlock different pathways by going through like little side areas and stuff. But you always had like this base you'd come back to restock your ammo, get your health back up, upgrade things, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're going that route with Doom too. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, like the stuff that I was watching the game, but like, the, the, like they're talking about, the, you know, this isn't, they're using a new engine. So now that last game, it was like, uh, the ID, ID Tech 6. This was now ID Tech 7. And I'm not, the expert when it comes, you know, the, you know, terminology when it comes to like, you know, better lighting or ray tracing. I'm not, I'm not in the expertise in that kind of thing. But what I do know is just in the gameplay, um, they're saying like when you shoot the enemies and such, like you see flesh, their flesh comes off, yes. and it reminds me of Resident Evil Two. Like when you shoot the zombie, you see like their flesh just falling out, like pieces oh, of their faces, and cool. like the attention to detail is just like holy shit. Like when you like when you kill them, like you see like the skeleton, like it's so detailed. You started seeing skeletal remains in their body, and they're still trying to fight you. Yeah, because there's one part literally when he's like, how it looks. It looks to me is even more fast paced than how it usually was. Yeah, how, especially how it flows from combat when you're going from whammy to 
other. You see that one part where the guy is going on the platform, he comes right down, and he grabs like one of the dudes with a shotgun and shoots him in the side of his face. You literally see his skull from here, half of his face just gone, yeah. flesh just. Poosh. I was like, Ooh. but the thing is, it's just it looks so fluent now, but yeah. it looks so badass because you're going from this. I wonder time. if yeah. oh you're right. I wonder if that's why they pushed it back. Because they could spend a little more time tweaking that stuff to make sure it's going to run. So imagine, yeah. imagine yeah. that happening to lots of enemies at the same time. That's going to slow your frame rate down and all. So I wonder if they were having some performance issues. They're like, look, let's push this back six months. Give us time to fine tune this a little bit. Yeah. And then we can really, people really appreciate the yeah, ability to just. Yeah. From, from yeah. what I heard, the, the people that you invited, like they're on the, they're in the final stages. So it's just now they're in polishing well, stuff it up. It comes out stuff. what? April? Uh, no, it comes out March, March? Tw- March 20th. It comes out the yeah. same day as uh, yeah. Animal Crossing. Ooh. The new mm. Animal Crossing. There's like a little. There's like a little joke. It's like you want to go light side. You want to go dark side. That it was a one. Side, side note. <laughs> what's the? We were having this discussion earlier. What's the like allure with Animal Crossing? Like, why do people like those games so much? I do. I couldn't tell I you. Yeah, Neither one of us could figure it no. out earlier. I don't know. But if anyone's listening, please sound off in the comments and let us know. I know there's a fan base for because huge because the game is beloved. They wouldn't like, keep making them. Yeah, because I think Animal Crossing came out. Uh, it, it, it got delayed too. Yeah, and people were waiting on that for a while. It was supposed to come out in like November, December, something like that. Yeah, and it got delayed kind of at the same time as Doom. Got the same same time around that same. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just know. I think the last console game to have was on the GameCube. And yeah, that's the last one mm-hmm. I remember. That's the one I had when I was younger. And I was yeah. like, I tried they to put a, time into it. And I just didn't understand. Did they came out one, one for the DS's? No, they had one yeah, for the DS. Yeah, they had one for the DS. Yeah, yeah, the DS. yeah. Okay. yeah, they did. Yeah, I, was like, I, don't, I don't know much about other than other than Darren Smash. That's all I do know. From yeah, they're they're extremely popular. I don't, I don't think they're yeah, bigger than like Pokemon. But no, but they're, they're definitely big. They have a very dedicated fan base, and I've just mm-hmm. never been able to figure out why. The only thing I do find funny is that like everybody agrees that Tom Nook, which is like the little raccoon mayor, mm. is some sort of like like he's just evil. Oh, is that the all guy kinds like, of funny memes and like for, like a Reddit posts about him and stuff. Is he like that character mm-hmm. where it's like if you do something, he like remembers what you did and he like reminds you? Like yeah, how something like that. Like, something like my my buddy is always talking about like uh, how horrible he is because I'm always making Tom Nook jokes to him because like he's playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, he's like he's an awful, awful human being, and I'm like, well, he's not a human, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. No. Yeah, but um, on Doom, yeah, it's just the new engine. Um. I just wonder how the game will play on my PC because that shit looks too beast. Oh, it's supposed to be on PC? No, it's coming on PC and consoles, but you know, like to its core, like Doom is. I'm not saying Doom should be played on PC, but its core, its it's core, its its origin of was from PC. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. PC. That's where it's you know it's supposed to be. I'm not saying it's the best, but you know, but yeah, that like that's where it originated from. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm wondering like. I, I like. I hope. I hope my PC can handle it. Yeah, I think it will. That's the scary part. With like fine details, like y'all are talking about, you're going to need some kind of beast of a system. I would that's think. Saying, don't worry about. It. As soon as like some games, like you need a PC, would get extremely hot. Especially yeah. if you got those fans or you have fluid systems in there. It's like when uh, StarCraft Two came out. Yeah. Like if you didn't have a high end system, like uh, it was hard to play that game. Like I, I remember I bought it. My PC wasn't really up to snuff. Yeah. And. It could play it, but not well. And then when I got my upgraded PC later on and played it on there, it was a major difference. See? Oh, and shit. I, I, like, I had something that like could play the game. and like it, it, It's worth it. People don't understand. Like, it, yes, it can be expensive to build a PC, but when you make the one-time like commitment to do it and then you see these games, how they're intended to be played, 60 frames per second, ultra max settings, like it's 
a game like it's an eye opener mm-hmm. for you. Like, man, I've never seen a console do that, and you never will. Nope. Because to be able to match that, they'd have to be as big as TVs or like as big as compu- like PC towers, mm-hmm. and then but, they'd be so much more expensive. You yeah. might as well just buy a PC so at it, that point. It'll basically be a PC. At yeah. I might, yeah. I might, yeah. basically, yeah. but because I might, cause I got a 4K monitor, I might slightly check it out, see how it runs in 4K. Yeah. I know I played the 20, Doom 2016 in 4K before. And it was like, I had to like adjust some of my settings down because it's like, I can't play that game in 60, full on 60 FPS. Yeah. That shit would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah see, comp- that's the scary You hear the PC working hard and all the fans are burning everything. Yeah. 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 I, I, it looks good. Well, I'm yeah, sure. It's just, but it's like, holy. Your PC you got to make sure like that over. you have a really, really good uh, mm-hmm. like vent. My, my PC, I added like three or four fans to it, so. Plus, it's got the two fans on, like the the car and everything. So yeah, it's got a lot of fans, and, so and it mine, still mine, gets hot. Exactly. So mine has four fans, but like playing like Definity at max at max resolution, you hear it, my PC gets extremely hot. Like there's a part where it's some of the parts actually got black. I wanted the fans how hot it's getting. That's why I was like, I can't play you on that. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to be careful with that. Oh, no, I, I turned it down. Speaking I'm like, from experience, I've melted three separate graphics cards accidentally before. See, so, yeah. That's the scary part. I caused hardware failure on all three of them because they, they got too hot and melted. Yeah. yeah. I remember taking it in one time and I was like, you, you melted this. I'm like, what? <laughs> the fuck? Do you play on like max settings? Like, no. He was like, well, like, well, you Ooh, melted you this graphic, and like uh, he showed me, and like the spot, like the back ends of it, were, like bent this way, like the board itself was Ooh. bent off, and like one of the processors was melted down. I was like, "How did I even do that?" It was pretty incredible. Pieces, help me! Yeah, pieces, <laughs> just like kill me. Speaking of, yeah, so that's just I, I'm I'm excited for Doom. I can't wait for it to come out. Um, it's just the hype is getting real. It's just the, see the y'all are y'all are as hype as I've been for the last two Wolfenstein releases. Yeah, because I'd be lying to you if I told you I wouldn't punch through a wall to play those games earlier. Because <laughs> I picked the first one up on a whim and loved it, and I've been I loved. did too. The first I was just like uh, I went to GameStop one day and sponsor and uh, <laughs> and I was like man it was like ten bucks or some fifteen bucks I picked it up and I played the whole thing in like a weekend and I was like this game is awesome. Hello. <laughs> just like, and then they told you know, found out there was like a, uh, they did like a, the old breed, or old blood, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then they, f- I found about two, and then young blood, and all the like co-op, whatever. So like, I'm really hoping they're making a third one of those that brings the cool elements from young blood and the less frustrating, like gets rid of the less frustrating. So it brings the cool elements like the hub world, the co-op, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. and puts it into like a three. That'd be great, but like, feels I, like it feels now like, y'all understand. It feels like the '90s are making a comeback. I'm saying, man, some of those old old franchises like Wolfenstein mm-hmm. and Doom are popping up. Like, here comes uh, we know Halo is coming out later this year. Like, oh. y'all, y'all know. What are, wait, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, what you got? Who you think looks more badass? D- like the Doom Slayer, Doom guy, Doom guy? or or Master Chief? Chief has so many looks. That's the thing. He's had so many different cool armors. But yeah. Doom guy, he doesn't say a fucking word. But like also, it, his, look his look has adjusted because like if you look at him then and he like you could see his arms and like his fingers and all. Now mm-hmm. he's in like a full on power armor suit. Yep. I think it looks better now than he did, but that's a tough one to call. I think Doom guy wins in a fight. I don't think it's close in a fight. Yeah, one on one. Listen, man. Doom guy fights the literal spawn of Satan. Like he fights actual demons. This is fair. The Covenant just call John a demon. Like they don't 
like sure they're kind of tough and all, but they're not actual demons. Has has Spartan feel, has has Master Chief been to literal hell? No, he hasn't. <laughs> but, but, but I feel like what you know what's funny. I, I feel like if both of, if both of them swap places, they'll 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 do just oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 screw attack. Where is Screw Attack so they can do a what is it? A the death battle. Death battle. I think they did do one over Doom guy. Yeah, Master Chief one. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. a good fight though. But yeah, he whooped it. Yeah, it's just it be like like oh my god, if Doom guy went to like the Halo universe, oh, oh man, you thought Master Chief, y'all thought Master, y'all thought Chief, thought was Master Chief was bad. Like, I'm Dude. really showing you what a demon looks like today. Dude. Oh, thinking about like Master Chief, you should smile with a shotgun, maybe stab him in the back. No. <laughs> Doom guy's gonna be ripping off heads, <laughs> ripping her intestines. Doom guy, <laughs> Doom guy needs a psych evaluation after he's done. He's like, do you feel remorse or anything? Do you feel? <laughs> it just zooms si- in. Yeah, silence. silence. Yeah. but it zooms in his camera. He just like, like turns around and walks away. So like, like, it zooms into his mouth. You hear like the agony of everybody screaming. Ah, ah, ah! But a blank. Oh no! Stare. You hear the, the Doom soundtrack. That'd be epic though. Oh no! Can you imagine if you were like a grunt and then you were chilling in the room and you hear? Like the Doom soundtrack and the fade when it back. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, like, like faded metal in the background, getting louder and louder. Like, what the hell is that? Oh, <laughs> Next thing you know, there's an explosion. Body parts are everywhere. You're flying through the air, and like, here comes this guy that looks really similar to the guy that's been giving you all kinds of hell for years. Except he's more ruthless, and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> he doesn't say a He's like sticking word. gun barrels and heads and blowing them into smithereens and like oh. ripping intestines out. And it's like, Chase I thought the so other guy was bad. Yeah. Give Chase me him back, please. <laughs> he Did he just find a big fucking gun? Yeah, <laughs> clears out a whole thing. <laughs> Just vaporizes a whole like battalion of troops. Exactly. Just, like, oh my god! Like, oh. Who is that? He's like, oh, it's the Spartan laser. No, it's no, not. no, it's not. That's the BFG. Get out of the way. <laughs> Everybody be but yeah. But that's I'm, I can't wait for Doom. Um, so next thing, uh, let's talk about this Sonic the Hedgehog. It's coming out next month. Uh, do you guys think it's going to be good or bad? Now, before we, before you guys answer your questions, uh, Doom, Sonic the Hedgehog, they had a trailer that came out last year, yeah. and a lot of people hated it because the character, the model they had for Sonic was horrendous. Horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, that was supposed to release in what, like September? Yeah. That, August? Yeah, last year. Yeah. And some people I was talking to, they were like, man, I'm going to see the movie regardless. And like, I feel like I'm going to see it because Jim Carrey is in it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Jim Carrey. He's Jim going Carrey, up now. Jim Carrey could not save the dumpster fire. That that was, he's he's still, he can't. Jim Carrey will, cannot carry this movie. No, he can't, Jim cannot carry. I like, well, Jim, he's a cool dude. I like Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, no, but like, it's like, yeah. but it's like the movie's supposed to be about Sonic. So everybody, he, he got the, the, you know, the, the, the movie got a backlash. As it deserves, I felt. Also, they cast James Marsden as the uh, main character, and it's weird to me. It's like every he's kind of like a cockroach. Like, I mean, he might be a really nice guy. It's probably a bad Damn. analogy. It's like it seems like every time he's finally fallen off, like here comes one last gasp of like he reaches his hand up and grabs the land and just hangs on for dear life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like somehow he's he's still kicking after all these years. He's like, how the fuck you down. still around? <laughs> Just when I was about to forget about you, you just keep coming back. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh god. Just when he thought he was out, they pulled him back in. Yeah, the movie would be like that. So like the movie got the backlash, and then probably like what six months later, they actually redesigned the character and everything. Yeah, they announced they were going to redesign it, and then we got the same trailer that we had gotten previously, but with the new redesign, and it actually looks better. a lot better. Like mm-hmm. uh, kudos to like people are always you know complaining about ah oh, well nobody ever listens to us studios yada yada well here one did and so i think it's only right that we at least go and support it to be like 
give other places like other companies in the future be like look okay if they complain and we fix it they'll come and see it mm-hmm. yeah you know they'll come and buy it yeah yeah that's so true. like i feel like even if it's a bad movie which i think it might be yeah. that's my take i think it's gonna be bad i feel like I, we should still support it somehow mm-hmm. so that like they're justified because if if we complain like we did and then they fix it and then people still don't go see it Nobody in the future is going to want to be like, ah, oh, well, look, yeah, they complained actually, and they fixed it and it still didn't change anything. Yeah. So, good, you know. That's a good They point. did just shit up their budget to remake Sonic. Yeah, quite they a bit. They up a lot. Yeah. Quite a bit. So, it's kind of like out of respect, you might want to go ahead and see yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, the least yeah. we can do is give it a chance. Yeah. The, the thing I didn't like what people were saying, they were talking about, man, yo, roll, y'all, y'all bully the studio to redesign a thing. And it was like, yeah. like I was like, why are you, but the... I don't get the, the logic. It was like, yeah, like, did you see the abomination that they were going to put on the screen oh. and call Sonic? Like, come on. Yeah, like, do you know what like, Sonic looks like, you know? That's like, <laughs> that's like related to a different situation. That's like they said they did like a Mortal Kombat movie and instead of Jax being the black character, they changed the dude to some like some Italian dude or some Mexican guy. Uh, you know the fan base would be oh. pissed as fuck. Like, you, that's not Jack. You will, instead of you metal arms, instead of metal arms, it's just like copper. He has copper like around his arms. Plastic People, arms. Yeah, you know the fan no, base would be that ain't pissed. Jacks. That's Max. That's, <laughs> really, that's off brand. What you mean? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The that's Jax, bro. Bullshit. No, it is not. That is not Jax. Man, you know I'll be mad because Jax like, my favorite character. That's what I'm saying. You know it's I'll like, be mad. Yeah. Like, what the fuck that's is this? Like, you Sonya. as a fan, you know the story. You know like the characters. A, I wish yeah. Johnny Cage being like a middle-aged man with a beer gun. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't. Anyway, and he doesn't punch people in the balls. Yeah, he just, <laughs> no, he just, <laughs> he just he just like the new, the new yeah. world drinks beers. Yeah, the, new exactly. world, the new Mortal Kombat movie. Mortal, it sounds interesting. I just want to see the trailer. What the, oh, I'm ready to see the trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie. However, mm. I will say I am not a fan of the logo redesign that they've done. Oh, God, so it, it looks already, terrible. It already has me worried. It's it terrible. Like I was on board for most of the casting choices, but now seeing that, the I'm logo. really worried. Because the Mortal Kombat logo is, if there was anything you didn't have to fix about Mortal Kombat heading into a movie, it's the logo. You don't I think it's classic. You don't yeah. People see that logo. and know exactly what it is. Yep. You don't it's the dragon, the, the Mortal Kombat dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dragon's thin. Yeah. The dragon looked like a And now shit. it looks like, uh, <laughs> y'all ever, well, speak, back, going back to StarCraft again here randomly, it looks like the Zerg logo. Oh, God. Like, it looks like their like, little curled Zergling thing. Like, this is exactly what it looks like. It, it looks really dumb. It's like, okay, first off, you guys obviously plagiarized a little bit there on that one. But secondly, why would you change one of the most iconic logos of all time? That's stupid. Yeah. You're asking <laughs> for problems. It's like, if you change iconic logos, you're going to have a bad time. Like, like, do you want backlash? Yeah, because this is how you get backlash. She's yes. like, do you want to be to fail? Because this is how you fail. I'm, I'm, actually, trying to look, I'm actually trying to look it up as, as you're talking. Just so I can show a quick. Because don't like. get me wrong. I'm going to show you a cast, picture on the screen so you guys can see it as the well. The cast... On paper, looks pretty solid. From mm-hmm. what they've announced so far, I'm fairly happy with it. I want to see a trailer. We'll probably get one this summer. Yeah, because it's I'll, it's supposed to release this yeah. year, right? This is what it looks like right here. This is what it looked like. That should look thin, don't it? That don't look right. Mm-mm. I feel like if the like the red cobra changed their icon to that, they'd be like the red dragon. It yeah. look like that's why it, it's like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it just—I don't know—it's just terrible. It's but like, but I, we'll probably get a trailer for it, maybe by April or May. That'll probably release end of summer, beginning of like autumn, beginning mm. of fall. Yeah, I would think, and maybe Halloween. Yeah, that might be a pretty decent release date for that because, uh, just you know, 
that's usually it's kind of a spoopy thing, you know. Yeah, so like, yeah, but on part, but yeah, uh, back on that the Sonic thing, I we got sidetracked. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's all good. But no, yeah. but back on this, the Sonic thing, uh, I think it. I hope it. Even though they redesigned a the character, my expectations for it being a good movie, low. Yeah. Yeah. it's still it's still yeah. the same as they still as the it same were. expectations. No. I feel like you know, the trailers, happy they redesigned it. I'm happy though. Yeah, it's still the, the, the trailers didn't really do that. The the movie much justice though at least for right now True. right now it just looks like it's okay it's like but it's a sonic movie i do like the choice of song in the video though oh but it's better mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah supersonic yeah but i'll tell you one Still thing hold on, my life, hold on. <laughs> if, if they, if they hit us with some paradise. nostalgia like as soon as the movie starts he's running and hit you with that rolling around at the uh, speed no. i'm like that I'm or like, if it's uh what's it, the other one the the green valley zone or whatever that's like the iconic sonic if song. they do that i'm like you know what you get a little bit of points. <laughs> well, like little, it's like little things. So, yeah. like one of my favorite things. I'm a big Transformers fan, obviously. Duh. Mm-hmm. Everybody listens to this long enough. My love of like robots and mech, thing, mech things is kind of out there. Um, Exponential. <laughs> one of my favorite things about the Transformer movies. Say what you will about them being shills for money for Michael Bay, because oh, yeah, yes, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, in some ways, he tried to do justice for the fans. Like the first time you hear see a transformer transform on screen, you hear the old school transformation noise, and you hear that multiple times through the movies. Like it's not just a one time occurrence. Mm-hmm. And there's other little Easter eggs that are, you know peppered in there. So like I think that there's potential for the movie to be good. Like let's say Sonic gets a coin and he picks it up and makes the the coin noise like Please, we're so used to hearing. Yeah. Or if he gets hit and loses some, and you mm-hmm. hear that like little things like that can go a long way in improving a movie. Like Transformers is was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. They got worse. As they went on, because we can all like, think attest to that. Yeah, but Bumblebee. Yeah, oh, that that's a discussion for another time. Okay, because good. I really, really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Bumblebee was what those Transformers movies Michael Bay made should have been. Mm. But again, that's that's a I could go on another topic. We got to save that one for another time. <laughs> we'll be here till four. So, um, <laughs> but but taking that, you know that notwithstanding, Michael Bay did do some really cool little things like that, little nods. Yeah, that I think anybody that does something with like shows, like if you're making a movie on like games like Sonic or any other video games or TV shows, if you put those little things in there for the the hardcore fans, the lifelong fans, the people that really love it, the fandoms. Mm that they'll appreciate it and they'll give you a little slack because I know that some people really crucified those Transformers movies but a lot of the fans like myself still like them a lot because of some of the little things that they did yeah. Yeah. some of the way they dove into the lore and like going to get Peter Cullen to voice Optimus Prime won Michael Bay tons out. of fans he won a ton of respect with the fans because one of the first announcements they made was when he was going to do it was like well he released this poll on this website and he was like look um We've got our we've got some people we want to bring in for some of the voices like but we don't have Optimus and Megatron picked out yet. It's like who do you want to see for Optimus Prime? And the the fan base obviously there's only one man you could have had. Like if Pete you know if, if they hadn't picked Peter Cullen nobody would have seen those movies myself included. <laughs> but the second he announced that Peter Cullen he called him and Peter Cullen was on board the fan, the the Transformer fan base jumped on those movies. Mm-hmm. They were they were going no matter what. This is the Michael Bay one, right? Yeah, yeah. they okay. were going no matter what. Because remember the hype was real. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I remember the hype. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was real. And having Peter Cullen on board made everybody so happy. That first movie was going to be a success mm. because a they wanted to see what Michael Bay could do with it. The first trailers, the the teaser, like the whole like viral marketing for it, everything was done really well. Mm-hmm. And then when you first see Optimus, you hear Peter. That that movie starts with Peter Cullen giving you that as Optimus that sort of like 
um, narration of the, how everything got there. Ooh. I got chills. Honestly, I did. Yeah. I was like, hearing his voice again was great. I was. He won a <laughs> lot of points. Yeah. And the, the reason those movies sold is they were good, but the fans kept going to see him because Michael Bay was extending with those little, you know, peppering in those like Easter eggs and everything mm. won him a lot of points with fans. That's why I kept going back. I was like, okay, well, this movie is not super great, but I loved all these little things he did. Mm. It's, you can be surprised how long you can milk stuff <laughs> fair, yeah. before yeah. So time So I am intrigued began. to see what they could do with that. <laughs> exactly. Sonic, there yeah, no, was the, the cube. cube. Yeah, but I am intrigued to see what they can do as far as Sonic. Because there's like a lot of really cool little things they could put in there. There's a, there's a lot I'll of say, moments I they can have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. I mean, like, the way, if it's, you know, marketing and everything, you know, it could be a high risk or a high reward. I mean, look yeah. at like look at out, Bad yeah. Boys for Life. They, yeah. they yeah. had the, the trailers that were had people like it's he, happy. You know, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good segue. Yeah, that's that's a, great. That's let's a good go. segue for both that and another one. But yep. so, we'll, we'll just jump into Bad Boys. So let's go to Bad Boys. So Bad Jeez. Boys had a great. I said great, great, a Greek, Greek, it had a Greek opening. Guys. <laughs> it had a great sure. opening, a great week. Uh, Right they, now, it is this box office earnings is, is about a hundred and thirty five million. It's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Good opening the weekend reviews, for the, yeah. uh, Marcus and uh, Mike. Me and my brother, we just dropped the review on the main channel. Uh, uh, what's what you call it when you when you uh, shameless plug? If you want to go check it out, uh, yeah, it will be sponsor. Yeah. Jerry Bruckheimer sent us the yeah. check. Cut the Man. check. Cut, cut, cut the, the check. Fuck. Cut, cut the, the check. check. <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out if you want to listen to it. Uh, we we gave a good in depth review about it. But um, uh, basically, yeah. It's critically. This is the first Bad Boys movie that's been critically well received. Fans yeah. like it, even critics like it too. So that's how you know they've done something special there because oh. fans did like the other two, but critics hate those movies because they hate Michael Bay. I think it was Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. They don't like him. What's it? They did something so much different. This one actually yeah. had a story. This ha- yes, it. this yes. movie had a story, and yes. it's like. It's easy to appreciate in this context, especially mm. because the first two really don't. Yeah. Like, what did we say last night? It was like, oh no, a drug dealer is causing problems in Miami. Send in Mike and Marcus. Yeah. Like that's literally the story for not one but two movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There is no. It there the is comedy, no. Ex- yeah. Like there's no expounding of the problems. Nope. Like there's. That's it. You know what's funny? Cause we, that's it. We, like I, I said it for a while. Like I, I felt like Bad Boys would be a lot better without Michael Bay. Yeah. And just like. Like uh, well, Michael. I'm gonna say Michael Bay not directing, mm-hmm. and just like how like Bumblebee, like he didn't direct it, but he he produced it, and it was still like it was Bumblebee yeah. was yeah. great, I and think, Bad Boys for Life was great. I think Michael Bay is a pretty solid producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows if there's one thing the man does well, it's action sequences. Yeah. So yeah. if nothing yeah. else, yeah. you can yeah. put him on as like your second team director for your action scenes, and you know they'll be worth the money you're paying for. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does action really well. He does car chases really well. Like that's his wheelhouse. If he would stick to that and not try and you know give us like the bombshell sex symbol girl that can't act or like yeah. you know all of the mm. wooden stupid like we were looking at those the hero pose camera the hero shots last night spinning the around the camera every single Michael Bay movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> that's a show like, the time, man. You know, it's just I'm like like. He's he's great at action set pieces, yes. but like directing the written Overall, story, direct, yes, yeah, like terrible. Ha- taking the yeah. story vision and making it come to life on screen, it's not very his thing. egotistical. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I've written. Okay, fuck that. I'm gonna do it my way. We need we need cameras right here. We need explosions. Yeah. Uh, get that high, get that high bitch over there. Make yeah. sure she looks good. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? What? 
Put some fucking oil on that bitch. Hold on, hold on. We're shy. Make everything really, really grimy and dirty. You see that truck wheel over there that has nothing to do with this scene? I want that explosion right there. Fuck that truck. Hold up, look. We're holding. We're we're not filming until the cloud gets away. But sir, we we're on the schedule. I don't give a fuck until the until the clouds yeah. get passed away. We need the fucking sun. I don't give a fuck. Anybody say? Forget the part where it's like we're in like the middle of the desert where you know the, this clouds barely move through the sky. So we're gonna be here for two and a half hours waiting for this one cloud to move. <laughs> I'll work on my tan. Just that like, crazy. Every but, all his movie, all his movies look the same. Like back in like Pearl Harbor, it's like how the yeah. fucking movie looks like it was for twenty years like, ago. One of my one of my <laughs> favorite like things to pick, like nitpick about Michael Bay movies is like even in scenes where nothing like action oriented has happened, like it's just like um, where they're just talking or something. He do these weird zoom in camera cuts, and everyone's still super sweaty and dirty looking. Mm-hmm. Like there's the one where like. Um, Gabrielle Union and uh, like Marcus and Mike and what was what was her character's name in the second Bad Boys movie? Uh, her name was uh, fuck. Oh, Gabrielle Union's character. Her yeah. name Sid. Sid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're going to like stake out underneath that bridge. Mm-hmm. Like they had just gotten there. They came from police headquarters. They just pulled in and like zooms in right as they're setting up camp. They're all super dirty and sweaty. For like, real. Is it a thousand degrees outside? <laughs> then there's like scenes in Pearl Harbor where it's nighttime and it's like super chill because it's Hawaii so like the temperature is perfect mm. and Ben Affleck is just like like he's been in a rainstorm. <laughs> like Liv Tyler looks like she got washed with like all of the oil in the world. It must be a sauna somewhere on set yeah. that they don't know. It's about. just that's his thing. That and then like the weird orange, Tint. like like sort of filter he puts on everything. Vibrant like, colors. It's like, it's like look, it's always sunrise or sunset in Michael Bay's movie. There's no in between. You know, nope. you know when you go on your TV, you you, you check on your, like your picture settings yeah. and such, and you, and you put like vi, like Vdid or whatever it is, yeah. and it just it just it, it just enhanced the color on 100. percent You're like, what the fuck? Like, why is everything set to like ultra max vivid right now? This is ridiculous. Yeah, it was just like I don't know. Michael, back to our original point. Bad Boys yeah, is for good. Life. Go see it. Yes, that's. I don't know about you guys, but I think it's my. I think we said last night it's my favorite of the it's three. The, oh, hands I think down, it's my favorite. Down. I said it's, a, it's, the of, the it's the best. of the three. They actually had a great story. You know, it, I got what I wanted. Some people yeah. didn't like it, but I don't think they grasped the concept. It's just hey, these guys are yeah, getting older they, and yeah, such. Yeah, like I, I oh. super happy with that. Movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's, it's definitely a must see. Yeah, um, it's just like, I was, like, like it's like when you when we talk about Michael Bay, it's just like when you look at Michael Bay, he's great action set piece, but like what? But what was his story ever about? There it's was just, one. But number three, they actually had a good villain the, with an actual yeah, purpose. Like the only <laughs> Michael Bay movie I can think of off the top of my head with a story is Transformers. Yeah, yeah, the first one. But that was all written for him already by a TV show from the eighties. Yeah, so so I mean, he already had a guidelines to work. Yeah, it yeah, was so. really easy to do. Yeah, really so, easy yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. I guess that's Next it for one. bad boys. Okay, so this is where I couldn't even do. I could I couldn't even do a segue with this. So I'm just gonna like say something funny. Did you know that super mid rule? Did, you know, did you know that? Uh, super. There's gonna be a Super Nintendo world. world. Yeah, here there's in the one, states, it's gonna come to the states. And now, and what pisses me off is it's in Orlando, and they get everything. They've <laughs> already got Studios, Disney World. Salty. They've already got. Right. Hold up. They've already got like, Universal Studios. Yeah, fair enough. Last, which I believe is where that's going in, bro, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple of weeks, like a couple. I think last week or maybe two weeks ago, like Nintendo dropped a trailer. It was about the Super Nintendo World. I was like, oh, the trailer looks nice. Coming to Japan, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Japan gets all the good exactly. shit. Like, there's open. Do. There's opens in like three months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll but, go. 
I'll definitely go. I will go. I mean, yeah. I mean, having that gives me a, just another reason, like to add to my myriad of reasons to go to Japan. Uh-huh. But like having one gonna... over here is nice because, like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, bucket list. Yeah. yeah. You can't come on the stage I mean, I already wanted to go to Orlando, but now it's confirmed. It's like get my money up. I'm spending like two weeks in Orlando. Yeah. I haven't been oh, one yeah, one week at Disney Disney World, one week at Universal Studios. Me, we, I haven't been. Me and him haven't been at Universal Studios since Shoot. I was like eleven. You were like eight, so it was like. About 15, 16 years 15s, ago. Yeah. Damn, I feel old. But yeah. <laughs> we were, but we were young. <laughs> we're we old were, folks. We were young, young. young. Actually, I would say 17 years ago. Yeah, we, were, we were young, young. Yeah, around 17 years. 2003. Yeah. Just, Neither of you had even hit puberty yet. No. no. We were working on it. I, had a mu- <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a mustache. <laughs> 11 a mu- Hold up, no. He had three strands on his upper lip. That was it. Mm. Not, you know, mustache. Uh, I had a Sanchez mustache. Hey, <laughs> caron. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it, I can't wait. Whatever it, is. this was one of those things. Like I don't care. Like you want to, you want to go to Super Nintendo World? As, yes. as an adult? I don't give a fuck. Whoa. I'm having a good ass time in my life. What the fuck you talking about? It's like those people that judge you for going to like anime conventions or going to Comic Con. Bitch, hello. Those are those <laughs> are like people that just aren't comfortable enough to like oh. nerd out over things that they really like. Uh, so they don't realize how much of a beautiful experience it is. Especially like celebrities themselves that actually go to those yeah. conventions. Still, they're just as weird. Listen. <laughs> This is a good time to bring this up. We need to plan a trip down to uh, San Antonio this summer. They do this thing called like Fan Expo every year down there. Mm-hmm. And these last few years, they've re- they've caught my attention because they've gotten some really big names to come through there. Like Jason Momoa has been there the last two years. He's not there this year. Wait, where exactly? Like, it's called, uh, I don't know, was it Fan Expo or mm-hmm. Celebrity Fan Fest. That's what oh, it okay. is. It's in San Antonio. And they run it over like three days and you can buy like a three-day pass. And then they've got all these things like you meet all these celebrities. They've these last few years have really gotten some big names. They've got some more like this year. Their big thing is last year it was a, it was a bunch of Marvel people, like um, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Mackie was there for three days. Uh, Jason Momoa had been there before. I, I think he was there last year. Mm. Um, what is it? Got Jeremy Renner was there for two of the three days. Like, and it's not just like the little like people from like the TV shows. Like, fairly big names. Like Anthony Mackie's pretty big. Like, yeah, you know they're they're a Chris Evans away from being a legitimate like name for like fan things so this year their thing is um like they have literally all but i think one of the people from the i think all except for patrick stewart from the original like from the star trek the next generation cast mm-hmm. yeah and they've got several ca- uh, members from like other star treks as well that's like they're the every year they try to have like a big group of people from the same universe so this year it's star trek and it's just like it's really cool to see all of the celebrities go down there i think it would be a fun trip because imagine all the people that you get to meet yeah Facts. you know yeah so like it's, I, I think I think I'm gonna look into it. It's okay. just it's intriguing to me. Like it's a lot a lot of really cool opportunities to meet people you probably won't get a chance no, to meet. You, you know, unless you somehow look out. And meet yeah, you look out and get into Comic Con or like uh, yeah. you know you just run into them randomly because you have the greatest luck in the world. Right, <laughs> that's his clutch though. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a good Nintendo. good time. Plus, San Antonio's yeah. had a lot of cool stuff to do. They they do. Yes, we have to. All right. That, we'll, we'll, We'll talk about it off camera. Strike this last three minutes <laughs> from the record. <laughs> Cut it. Fix this in editing, like, please. I was about to really start talking about. It. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> so, oh, so another let's another random segue. Let's let's get into some of this shit. So, console wars are fucking stupid in 2020. <laughs> It's like, what's the point anymore? No, the reason why I put this down, I saw a post IGN made on mm-hmm. Facebook, 
and it had like the uh, Nintendo logo, Sony logo, and Microsoft logo, and then the tagline said, "What would it take for you guys to change alliances?" I was like, "What the fuck? What alliances? Yeah, I'm a gamer say, dog. Why, I play on whatever matter? I can. Yeah. No, it, like, oh my god, <laughs> this is why I think it's stupid." Like the console wars and there, there's there is no fucking to me it's no fucking console no. wars. I mean, back then when it was in the nineties, you had a Super Nintendo and, and Sega Genesis. Nineties were hardcore. Nineties they were out for blood. Yeah, they had marketing. The Sega Genesis was like Genesis does with Nintendo. Sega is for the mature gamers. Nintendo is for the little kitty bitches out there. That's what it was. So they had the yeah. base. You yeah. had you had yeah. stuff you can talk about. Yeah. When the thing was the, the thing that was cool about the nineties when it came. To Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, there were ports. So you have you have like like Aladdin, like you had the same game developed by two different people. It's like you had two different versions of the same game. It's, one that's on the yes. one on the Super Nintendo, and then one for the Sega. And people, you could pick. Oh, Sega Genesis was the best version because of this. Oh, you want to play Earthworm Jim inside the Super Nintendo, or you want to play Sega Genesis version? Sega Genesis was pretty cool because of the blast processing, the animation, and such. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo was great for the graphical fidelity and everything else. Yep. You know, using engineering too. Was that you know, or like yeah. Mortal Kombat, for example. Mortal Kombat played better. Mortal Kombat looked better Super Nintendo and Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. but Mortal Kombat was it felt it felt more true to the arcade. You played the Sega Genesis, the Sega Genesis version because it had blood, gore, and everything. It, that's mm-hmm. that's something you can argue about. This generation is like you have this. You have two consoles that. Run the same game, perform the same way made by the same company. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just a copy, just made for a different platform. It's like, yeah. what are we talking about? Oh, oh, PlayStation's better because it has exclusives. It's like, okay. no, Xbox has exclusives. It gets stupid now because it'd be like, you can play this at sixty frames per minute per second. HD oh yeah, quality, 4K, and it's literally the same thing for the other console. I think was, why does it matter? I think you know, you know what's funny, yeah. like the the console war. Because I'm like, I know I say console wars are stupid, but the room, the ones who are really the loudest, y'all can y'all can hate me if you want to. It's the Sony fanboys. I cannot fucking stand them for the Ooh. life of me. Ooh. They come, they are the loudest, and it's like. Why are y'all loud? Y'all have a winning console. Like, why you gotta rub salt in the wound already? <laughs> what has Xbox? Done? You you know that meme they have with like Lawrence Fishburne? Like, it's like the one like in the Ike Turner movie where he turns around and it's like Xbox got no exclusive. And he's all like, Oh yeah, he does like the the, the, like, the look like <laughs> the fuck, like, what the fuck did I do? Hello, <laughs> X, X Microsoft comes up with an Xbox One X and it's like it ain't got no exclusive. I'm like, okay, bro. I mean, chill. Fair enough, but chill. Like, chill. Out. Like I don't know. I, I think I think console wars are stupid because it's like we should be pushing more for like crossplay. Like, cross like everybody wins. There shouldn't be no segregation or anything. I say, just, Xbox, I say for Xbox, Xbox, I feel like they're doing more of that. There's a lot of games that's now that's going for crossplay between Xbox and PC. Yeah, it's like Xbox is it's like Xbox is kind of like people like people think this exclusive thing is like cool. Like oh, because mm-hmm. PlayStation got exclusive, but like Microsoft, I feel like. They're kind of they're seeing the generational shift with gaming right now, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, we need to find a way to put our you know our games in different. We want we want everybody to play our games. We got Xbox Game Pass. They, they're putting their games out on Switch and everything. Well, like, what's, yes. What's wild is with that Game Pass is the Game Pass Ultimate is now you've got like brand new games dropping on them. We have Gears, Outer Worlds, yes, exactly. uh, on PC too. Yeah, and they're just dropping like instant like the like the moment the game releases. It's on there for free. Yeah. So like, they, there's a reason. Like, and like, Sony's still stuck in the past. It's like, yeah, they still have like the games for gold, like Xbox does, and Sony still got their PlayStation yeah. Plus, uh, you know, games of the month. But like, 
Xbox is killing them with that Game Pass. Like that is huge. Yeah. Because you could technically buy an Xbox and then buy the Game Pass subscription for a year and not ever have to buy a game for like that first year unless it's something that you know you really really want. And like Sony, crushing Sony. And like and Sony, like before they had a PlayStation. Now remember they had to pay like twenty bucks a month just to play like stream their games online. Now they now they turn the price down to nine ninety nine. I wonder why they. I wonder why it's because that Game Pass is beating their ass. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's like yeah, I might have the cool game exclusive. Here's the thing: I feel like the exclusive argument I think is dumb. Because, like, yeah, Sony got cool exclusives, but most of their exclusives are really single-player games. They're, mm-hmm. never, yeah. they're not really known for, like, multiplayer and, and, and staying power. Like, I never Stuff heard of... like... Uh, yeah, like... Like Bloodborne. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. They, they have they have classic games. I won't knock them. Yeah. They have, they have yeah. classic games. It's just, it just, like, when it comes to the servers, it's like, I don't hear much people talk about multiplayer games on the, on a Sony platform. In terms of exclusives, then Xbox, like, yeah... No. We got Halo. We got Gears of War. People still play it to this game. People still talk about it. You know, there's still a core fan base that enjoy the multiplayer. That's mm-hmm. what the Xbox brand is kind of known for. I hate to say it, but you know, well, you know, like Sony killed off their versions of those things. Like they killed off Killzone. They killed off so- um, Resistance. SoCom. They killed off Resistance. Like yeah, SoCom yeah. was one of the strongest things. Until, yeah, like, it was like what they took like, away yeah. all of the things that like. It was like, yeah, you don't have Halo or Gears, but you had your own like equivalents. Like, yeah. I loved Resistance and I loved uh, Killzone. Yeah. And you took them both away. It was like, yeah, yeah no wonder people are but kind of like, drifting um, back towards Microsoft. It's like, yeah. they're not yeah. shying away from the games that made them money and kept them in the fight. You yeah. know? Like, the last Sony game I thought had interesting multiplayer was like Uncharted 4. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, I'll give The multiplayer that, yeah. was bomb yeah, on those Uncharted fun. games. That was yeah. like four years ago. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's you know, it's interesting to say that because the Uncharted collection is one of their games the uh, month right now. Oh, really? Yes. So yeah, I was, yeah, I was saying like, mm. it's like, it's cool that like, they have cool exclusives and everything, but it's like, I, we just worry about this. We, we, what they need to worry about is the more of the service and about keep, keeping players, you know, having players consistently playing their games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that probably don't matter to them the most because they still they have the top selling platform, you know, so they don't and really we, matter. You but know, we're we're fading into the very end of the run of this generation of consoles. Yeah, gearing up for the next gen coming this you know this mm-hmm. holiday. And so Sony's taking it as a win. They're like, look, we're just going to glide to the finish line on this round because we've won. We have the top selling console. Who gives a crap? You know, what when we the next, next gen comes around, yeah. He was like, but they better have like four or five lock stock smoking barrels ready to go for the next gen because Microsoft can come out swinging for the Xbox Series <laughs> as X. They should. They've yeah. already shown some of the exclusive stuff they're going to have, like mm-hmm. Hellblade's sequel. Finally. Has got me playing the first one. I never played it. I just started playing it the other day. Yeah. Pretty- like, they're ready to go. They said, "No, we're not slipping up off top this time. Like yeah, we're going to hit you they, dead in the they, mouth." They, they didn't pick. They didn't pick up the studios for nothing. Though. Yeah, they're exactly. They've been out there these last few years buying up these major, like, like indie studios that have big names behind them. Yes, mm-hmm. like big name titles they put together, and they're coming for war and they're coming to win this time. Like Sony. They better be careful before they get knocked out in the opening round on this next. This yeah, next it's just fight. yeah, it's just like that's why that's why I don't that's why I don't understand the loyalty thing it's just mm-hmm. it's still there's it's i don't know like there's still companies at the end of the day mm. like this is why i love owning all the platforms yeah. because i have the joy to play everything like exactly. i i don't i don't have that loyalty i just play one thing and that's no like i like to play i'm a video gamer i like to play 
whatever I can get my hands on and such. <laughs> and, you know, I don't like being one man out because oh, because this is on this console, I'm not going to get it. It's just you're it's stupid. You're, for yeah, me, I feel, like, I feel you're like I feel like yeah, so much yeah you, you're missing out. You know, yeah. think and, of all the Sony fanboys who've never experienced the joy of playing Halo or yeah. Gears or see if these like that. See if these is so much fun with friends. Stay the K is still talking yeah, about. It's still good. Stay the K is such a good game. Yeah, in number two, they keep adding stuff to it. Like, yeah. It's just like that, 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 it goes. My point. It's just all like they. You, it's a sur- it's the service they. Yeah, all they because get their you games. just like want to rep one particular brand. I think that's dumb. If you call yeah, yourself dumb. a gamer, I don't think real gamers like people that really just enjoy making mm-hmm. like playing video games and that. I don't think any of them subscribe to like a console war, a picking a side kind of thing. Because oh. like you know, like I know a bunch of people. Like I got a buddy, you yeah. know, in the industry, and like um, I know other people, and like most of the people I know. If they have the money, they have both. Yeah. Because, you know, and several of them have PC. And the ones that don't are, you know, saving up money to get into the PC game because that's also where it's at. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've always thought the console argument was dumb because, like, if you really want to be honest, then PC is the best you can get. Like, there's no reason to own anything. That's else. facts. That's Especially all. now with a lot of these games that used to be exclusive no longer being exclusive, launching mm-hmm. at launch time mm-hmm. with Steam and stuff like that. So, um, I, I just think it's dumb. I've always thought it was a stupid argument. What do you What are your thoughts on it, sir? It's my part. It's, yeah. Like I said before, it's stupid. Like if you if you own all the consoles, then like really, it's what's the point though? Because you get to experience all those different experiences from playing the Switch, playing the PS4, or playing from the Xbox. You got all those choices. Like being selected, like I said before, like okay, I want to play PS4, fuck Xbox, and all that stuff. Kind of stupid. Yeah. Like I said, PS4. I'll say it, it's definitely. Hey, it definitely has its perks when it comes to single player games and the story and the lore, which is cool. But you're missing out the multiplayer experience, and vice versa. When it comes to Xbox, it does have some story games, but it has a lot of great multiplayer uh, uh, exclusives. But the thing is, okay, you're missing from the single player lore start point from there. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to enjoy both experience. Well, yeah, all, you gotta enjoy all the experience. You gotta keep yeah. an open mind. Cause I mean, it's stupid. Cause we're slowly in the transition to cross playing for most consoles. That's, like Xbox see, that's and what PC. That's yeah. what I, I, I yeah. want. I want everybody to win. Like, like, saying, like, Call, yeah. like Call of Duty is winning right now for like what is is it is. I, I mean, oh no, it's winning to a certain extent because a lot of people were bitching because how PC players were dominating Xbox and PS. You know, what's, I, I haven't really. I mean, to be honest, bro, like. I don't. I play mm. on Xbox all the time, and mm. I, and I play with people who play on PC. Mm. And I have murdered. I have murdered motherfucking PC players before. Yeah, what you doing? Yeah, you know what you're doing. It's like it's like, even people. Say, oh, you got the keyboard and mouse. It's like you can play keyboard and mouse on console too. Yeah, there's, there's, there's really there's, no there's, excuse. There's really yeah. no excuse. It's just I look at it as just it's a win for everybody. Yeah, it's you just, get to play you, with. This yeah. is a major AAA game that you can play. With everybody, it's yeah. a win. Yeah, it's an it's actual win. win. Yeah, the only people yeah. winning here is us. We win. Yeah. It's just we unify. That's what really matters. No, you know why the console wars are so stupid, in my opinion. We all because yes, we might have the different platforms and everything, but we go through the same bullshit, which I'm segueing into right now. We got these big ass games with these big ass updates, and we have a lack of storage. Okay, Man. 2020 this oh. year, we can is. A two terabyte gaming console, a four terabyte gaming console, or whatever it is, a PC, it's not enough these days it's with this big ass updates. Isn't that scary? Yeah. Yeah. You used to be a two terabytes, like, damn, that's a lot of storage. How much? You put uh, so many games on there. Now, it's like, I could probably feel like 10 games on there. If yeah. I'm lucky, you know? <laughs> if you're a few, lucky. Uh, two or three of them got to be like below 8 gigs. And that's yeah. if they don't have any updates. Yeah. Oh, you got an update? 
Like, One of those uh, games gotta go. It's, it's just wild. Like so, case in point. Every mm-hmm. year these games get bigger. Modern Warfare was like forty-eight gigs when mm-hmm. it first released. Yeah. Then after what three weeks or whatever that or the first month that season one went live. Yeah. It more than doubled the size of Call of Duty online. It did. It was one update. More than double the size of Call of Duty. It went to from like in the middle of my pack to the second biggest game on my console behind Red Dead. Yeah, the thing with that pack, seriously, it, it, it surpassed no, Red Dead Redemption. No, it's, it's oh, that's the only thing ahead of it is Red yeah. Dead Redemption because it's like 115 friggin' games. Yeah. Bro, I'm just like, yeah, because I was on my Xbox the other day. I was trying to update it. It's like you need to free up some stores. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, dog, what are you talking about? I couldn't even. I was, I was, talking, to my, I was talking to my buddy. I was talking to a dude named Rowdy. I was trying to get up under the playlist, and I was like, hey, dog, I'm, I'm about to wait for a little bit. I'm still like, look, well, you know, the other frustrating three was like for me right now. It's Call, the Modern Warfare is the only one that's been doing it. Is these packs keep coming out that aren't applied as like updates, they're applied as add ons. Yes. So it doesn't automatically download. I'm like, I went to play with my buddy the other day and I was like, you have to download the uh, all multi all packs. So I was like, what are you talking about? So I, sure enough, there was a multiplayer pack that he released like the day before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I thought, like, my game had updated and I thought, okay, I'm good. Hit me with that. I had to, it was nine more gigs. I was like, my God. Like, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're killing me. Yeah, you, ever, you ever had that problem where you're, you're looking at the games to uninstall and you're just like, oh, I don't want to uninstall uh, this. Yes. Like, I, like I, like, I know I, I want to play it later. Like, <laughs> I, I will not uninstall Halo Master Chief Collection because exactly. I still play it. Because I, I, I don't want to uninstall Red Dead, even though that would save me a ton of space. Just yeah, like, I don't want to either. I just don't want to uninstall mm. it. There's like, there's like, uh, like, Gears 4, uh, I don't care about Gears 4. I did, I did uninstall Gears 4. That was like 100. I need to finish Gears 5 so I can uninstall it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that co-op, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Random thought. Random off top. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Anywho. Yeah, like, the next, like, for the, for the next consoles for the PS5 and the Xbox series, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, I just hope the storage is, you know, is big enough, you know. It's supposed to have, like, uh. Could have an SSD thing too. Yes, which you know, like compresses and compartmentalizes stuff, mm-hmm. like unnecessary files. Like it'll, yeah. sp- it speeds up load times and everything. Like, yeah. it's been a thing on PC for for a long, a time, long time. Which I need to give me an SSD card eventually. Uh, I need an SSD pretty pretty bad on. Yeah, but like, um, yes, they they need they're gonna need massive, like massive storage space in these things. But also, I can't help but wonder if maybe. With the SSDs, they're gonna they're, they're changing how they like, how games are like stored. Yeah. So maybe they won't take up anywhere near as much space because I'm there's like a different. Yeah. I'm, because now they're talking about doing something like cloud storage. Yeah. Where like your game is stored on the cloud, and then you just have to have the files you play on the console, so you don't take up much space at all. See, my thing is, what happens when the cloud crashes? They get to be able to access your games. I mean, games? with all those people using it, it's going to be inevitable, right? Oh, it's it's, yeah, it's going to be a, a the first the first it's week is going to yeah, be it's, it's, it's going to be a situation until they get that sorted out from there, but. I just don't want to be a common issue where you're trying to play something. And it's like, oh, oh, the cloud is down for maintenance. Well, of course the cloud's down for maintenance. A million people are using it at the same time. <laughs> and guess what? Those phones will be ringing up. <laughs> Fix I your shit. $800 for your console and I can't play my game. fucking game. Why can't I have it installed a drive directly to drive option? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't want it to be that kind of issue. Nobody asked for this. <laughs> I just wanted more space. Fox I just wanted more space. Fox 4 News local Xbox player goes into Microsoft Studios with a bat demanding to play his games. Not here to harm humans, only here to bash screens. Exactly. Break glass. He doesn't touch a single Cause property damage. He's just here for property damage. Speaking, so, speaking on more negativity, uh, 
you know, normal stupid, transition. Stupid, here. Another transition. Since we talk about the stupid console wars, big ass updates and everything. Let's talk about these fucking stupid fandoms. This is the one I really want to talk about. I know you've fandoms. been frothing fandoms. all day to talk about this. Fandoms. Yeah. Had to stop it, like three different times. If you're a part of, if you're a part of a Dragon Ball fandom, Star Wars fandom, let me talk to him for a second. Hold on. Listen, 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 fanboys. I, I need you to not do what you do okay everything is gonna be just fine we don't need you with your neck beards and your ridiculous opinions that you want to pass off as fact and the only option i I don't need you to do what you do please (laughs) on behalf of literally every human being go away just it's not gonna hurt your games or your you, fandom. Like, it's not. There's nothing. It's okay. It's okay for things to change, and it's okay for just just the world will continue to turn no matter what happens. Just, I'm, it's gonna be okay. So just sit there in your little desk in your little basement with the lights you haven't seen and you know natural sunlight you haven't seen in maybe months. I don't know. It just. Don't type. <laughs> don't furiously argue with people on Facebook. Nobody cares, man. I, I think they it's understand. It's gonna happen now. whether you want it to or not. So just get with the program, man. I, I'm tired of having to look at all these stupid opinions. Just, just don't. If just you, don't. If you a greasy neck beard, I just want you to know that you deserve to get some pussy. No, I don't think that would fix their problems, man. You need stop eating the fucking sushi and get into some pussy. Why are you what? assuming That's they nice. want sushi? So I don't know. That's high ramen class. and yes. Coke. Get in. ramen and ba- or not bang energy. Ramen and Rockstar yes. energy drinks. Ramen and Monster energy. These oh, fandom oh, people, they need to. They need. I'm gonna start. R and R ramen and Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sounding like Stephen A. When the fandoms lay off the damn yeah, keys. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> leave. Leave the computer arguments alone. alone. Do not. Do not engage in the arguments. Leave. It's moot. Your point is irrelevant, sirs. Hey, when the fandoms, do not. Hey, when the fandoms have them opinions, I'm like, I just want to announce just right now. Yes, we I've don't just, care. Yeah, I've we just, don't care. I just got <laughs> off the phone with the president of the world, and he Good. says no one gives a damn. Listen, hey. listen. Oh boy, let's get into it. Hey, is this? Is hey? I know they say in Burger King you can have it your way, but not today. You ain't gonna get it your way. Jeez. Stop. Like, stop arguing. Like, you you really think your opinion matters? Apparently, that's how it works, right? Their these people, big these people. Like, here's the thing with the fandoms: they make the most, they make the most dumbest arguments to justify what they say is right when really is wrong, and really, and when really it doesn't matter. Like, let's talk about Resident Evil, for example. I had to leave a couple groups today because people were upset that Resident Evil Four back in 2005 was the most critically acclaimed. Uh, you know, game of the franchise. A lot of people say it's the best game in the franchise. I feel it's the best game of the franchise. That's my opinion, and I'm going to stick to it. I don't care what anyone else says. But at some point in time, 10, 10 years ago or 10, 12 years ago, when they came over with RE7, now people in that, now you got these damn greasy neck beers, old timer gamers that say, oh, Resident Evil 4 is this not great. It's what ruined the series. I'm like, hello? It's the game that saved y'all series from going over. What the, where the fuck this hate coming from? It's like, mm. it's just not how it used to be. It don't have, it don't have zombies. It's a great game. It's just not Resident Evil. I'm like, that's the shit I do not like. That's Man. like bullshit. No, it's the not, it sounds like, 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 
like denial, like grief or some shit. Like even the Star Wars fandoms are they annoy the fuck out of me too. Maybe that is you. I mean, I'm gonna let I'll, I'll let Grizzly take the floor on that one. But it's iffy. You say that. Listen, every fandom has its like group of people that are super annoying, right? They'll never be happy. Like they're they're the people you, you know them. You walk past them all the time. You probably smell them a mile away. Um, they're the ones that like. They think that the weird fan canon that they've created should be true canon and oh, is the only no, option. No. They're the ones that their opinion is the only opinion that matters. That matters. Yep. That if you're not subscribed to it, you're wrong. And they will argue till they're blue in the face and are dying of lack of oxygen to try and make you see it their way. Yeah. They don't understand like that it's okay for people to have differing opinions and enjoy things. Yes. They don't understand. These are the same people that Star Wars specifically. Mm-hmm. When the prequel trilogy came out, they canned it. They hated it. Yep. They this is a cash grab. This is Lucas is an idiot. The Jar Jar's worst character. They almost made um a mod I want to say Brooks, but I don't think it's his last the guy, name. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah. that played Jar Jar yeah. almost killed himself. He had suicidal thoughts for uh, a long time. It's a real thing, yeah. Drove this man to near suicide because they hated his character so much. Yep. And was he had nothing to do with him. He simply took a role that was like a big thing for him. It was his yeah. first major role. It was Star Wars. This yeah. is Star Wars. Yeah. And these these toxic people, and they did the same thing with the new trilogy mm-hmm. to the girl that played Rose. Yeah. And they've made Daisy really delete her Instagram account like multiple times. Like they they exist in every fandom, and they they canned the prequel trilogy. They hated it. Then the Clone Wars series happened, and it did a lot of good for those movies. Mm-hmm. Are they as strong as the original trilogy? No, but no. when you look back at the original Star Wars trilogy, you're talking about one of like the things that they did just on a cinema scale and everything. It was a cultural phenomenon. That's just you're not gonna top that you're not going to match that right yes yeah it's hard but to, to it's, top the it's, original. it's tough to just you know even match that level of innovation and all that but we're talking about george lucas right he did his best yeah these people hated it and these are the people that are like oh well, i've been a star wars fan since 1977 i saw an opening night at Ch- uh, the grommets chinese know, theater you know it's, it's like good I, for you off, i don't care you know really you don't give you know, a you, know you know what's you know it's right. funny about that because they be, these be the same motherfuckers who watched only the original trilogy, but they got so much to say about the prequel about and the sequel, stuff that and, they, and they barely even so, watched it. There's always going to be people like that, and it's unfortunate yep. that they can't let other people enjoy things. It's like, look, you That's the issue it. I have the most. The problem, the problem I have with you is that you can't let other people enjoy things you don't like. Mm. We have differing opinions. You can try to argue with me. Exactly. First off, you need to back up about 40 feet because I don't want to smell you. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> you're not going to convince me to not like something I enjoy. Bro, Star Wars yes. is one of my favorite like yes, franchise of yes, all time. Yes, I yes, grew up yes. on it. I love it. I yeah. will stand it forever. Mm-hmm. I will look past glaring issues that like, yes, I've gone back and watched the prequels. It's tough for me sometimes to watch parts of Phantom yeah. Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. But at the same time, like I love other parts of it. And like, I love scenes and like, it's just a thing for me. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars is one of my like pillars of my like life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And th- they want people like me to be unhappy and not be fans because that's the, I'm the one that's wrong because I don't I like it. Yeah. Why am I wrong? Why are yep. you not the wrong one? Because you're the minority. You're just more vocal about yeah. it. Like, yeah. Just like just like just like today. Like oh, 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 I'm saying for you. I haven't talked to you yet. Okay, but I'll say this. But like just like earlier today, like uh, freaking, like freaking uh, 
Yeah, get that water. Get that water, sir. Get that water. <laughs> get, the, get the juices, Hopefully man. That. Get the water. the water. No, no. But it's just like earlier today. Like I was in this post before I left. Like one guy, he said, like Resident Evil. He says, "Oh, this um, is a good one." Yeah, he says that I don't understand why people like Re- 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 Resident Evil Code Veronica. You know, and then he continues on. But my thing I don't like about it is, and I, and I, was, and I was like. Dude, I don't understand how you have a problem with someone enjoying the game. Denny, Denny the Flex said, I never said that I had a problem. I was like, no, you pretty much, you literally just said, I don't, I don't understand, understand how that, anyone yeah. can yes. like it. That's and you, then, that's, 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 you have an issue. And they, they, did you not they get, get they get defensive when you call them on those kind of statements. They did. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, anyone that likes the, the Force Awakens or the Rise of Skywalker or the Last Jedi is an idiot. You don't know anything. You're not a real Star Wars fan. Oh, That's well, no, well, no. Well, I'll be damned no. if you're going to call me not a real Star no. Wars fan. Yeah, because you're attacking people. It's, it's like, like you watch the movies. You read any of the books? Have you read any of the comics? Do you follow the lore? What have you done? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's it's funny to me that like they they always want to question other people's loyalty. But That's nine times dumb. out of ten, when when they when you actor. I say like Harrison Ford, well, not Harrison, yeah. but Mark Hamill is a better choice. Yes, um, he's going to meet two fans. One of them is one of those super toxic fanboys. One of them is just a regular person like us. It's just like mm-hmm. really loves the movie. Yeah. He's always going to prefer his interaction with us because we're the kind of person he blocks other people out. He's yeah. learned that over years and years and years. And I think that's what was good for having people like him around on set. Yeah, mm-hmm. was you know the, these people that say these things. It gets back to the cast when they're on set and like they have to deal with it. Especially with social media now, it's changed mm-hmm. how we interact with. Excuse me, actors and actresses and people making movies and all that. So many of the cast of this most recent movie had not had a big role yet. Daisy Ridley, it was her first major role. John Boyega was his first major role. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac had done a couple of really well received movies, but nothing like this scale. Yeah. Yep. So like you you're not used to that kind of negativity. Exactly. So people that were attached to the movies and knew mm-hmm. were there to help guide them through it. It didn't make it any easier because these these people are just terrible. They're awful people. Yeah. But like I think it helped because like Mark Hamill's got you know thirty forty years of dealing with these kind of people because yeah. even though he was a part of that original trilogy, yeah, he's seen the negative in these people for so many years. Doing like the you know they did those remakes of the original series in ninety seven, yeah, celebrating the twentieth anniversary of the original trilogy and all the other things that he's just been attached to and witnessed firsthand. He knows how awful they can be, and every fandom has this group of people. Oh, it's unfortunate. But and I don't know why they feel the way I, I don't know why they feel so strongly about trying to project their feelings that everyone has to agree with them. It's kind of like I the don't mi- it's like Stephen why. King's misery. It's like that yeah, fucking, mm-hmm. like, if, like you this, have a, this ending isn't good enough. Rewrite it, or I'm yeah. gonna break your legs at the knee. Like I, I just don't understand why. It's like look, just let people have their happiness. Like yeah. you may not like it. I'm sorry, you're a miserable human being. Well, I said, I said, it's like. Me and you, we had these conversations before yeah. we were talking about Star Wars. There's some stuff we agree on, some stuff we disagree. But, but there's, there's a difference between like having a constructive conversation. Yeah, exactly. Where we're like, all right, I like this part. I feel like this can be better. All right, well, this part can be better from here, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, That's perfectly fine. Because we've yeah. talked like at yeah. length before about the, the sequel movies yeah. and like where we disagree with how we like them and stuff. But at the same time, yeah. we're not like, oh, I hate you because you don't agree with me. Exactly. I'm right, you're yeah. wrong. Like, we can agree to disagree that there's like, have, yeah. we talk about it once. Like, what healthy, happened to y'all, it? Y'all, they, every debate, I have healthy debates. We do it all. Me and we do get very passionate when it comes to Star but, Wars, but, but it's, it's, fun. Like, it's, it's not. But, but, it's, but it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's not going to come to blows. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to hate each other. People will pop up at like the celebration oh. and they get into like actual fist fights with people. No, but no, no, he's not even joking. That's no, a real no, thing. No, no, like, no, at, um, I, I, no, I, I believe it. No, like, even at some conventions, there'll be people that will have full on fist fights over Star Wars lore, and one person actually got stabbed. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you serious? 
I'm just saying, like, like, you can have constructive we're, conversations. We're interpreting, and, you're writing your own narrative to interpret yeah. a fictional universe. Can I say a joke? Committed a felony over okay. a fictional <laughs> universe. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it ain't gang activity, it's guild activity. Yes. <laughs> Big time. Seriously. Major we're guys. a guild. It's with almost any fandom. It's like with like, Fag you know, or Resident like, Evil. I gotta say with two, because I was talking to a friend on my Discord too, because he was playing Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And the one thing he did say is like, hey man, all these Resident Evil games and movies are the same i'm like no for the movies he said all the movies and games are the same the games are pretty different. Different. i mean granted there's a virus that starts from the day but he's yeah. like yeah man, mean, it's nothing really different about no, it. no yeah. i mean they they uh they are the same in terms of how it's structured yes like the same is structured but the story and characters are different but the stru- yeah, like it, it, it has its tropes but the tropes yeah. are always the same it's a trope thing. It's, it, I mean, there's but that's that's res- but that's what that's the identity of Resident Evil is like you have yeah. a survivor you go to location you find out what it is you fight big ass monsters and then when you kill, you beat the game you beat the game blowing them up with a rocket launcher and then the place in the facility explodes it happens in every fucking Resident Evil game Just, yeah, but yeah. I don't all the ones care. I played the facility exploded at the end you had to run for your life yeah. it's yeah. All, it's, that's, that's the trope that it does but it's you know but yeah I just like, I, yeah, yeah. I think the best example of toxic fandom is recently Star Wars. Mm. But if you want a really good look at the dichotomy of how it operates, look at the way the Trekkies argue over which captain for which series is the best captain. Oh, God. It is incredible to watch these people have just these knockdown, drag out fights. Over which captain is better? Is it Picard? Is it Kirk? Is it Cisco? Is it James? Wait, are they similar or are they the same as bad? Oh, so you, could, you could literally go on Reddit and like, see it. They them. will yeah. really take each other to task. And it's like, bro, you each like your own thing. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you can be a fan of Cisco. You can think Picard's number one. You know, they grew up on the original series. They love Kirk. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You can, yeah. you know, we, let's all, instead of like, Arguing over why we hate this or hate that or why you're wrong and I'm right, appreciate that we have this wonderful universe to love in the first place. Exactly. That we're all fans of the same thing. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's like, like like Dragon Ball for example. Dragon Ball, Ugh. like Dragon Ball fan community, they yeah, they're too. pretty rough. Like too. they they they'll be the ones who will like they love Dragon Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball fans, they are the. They're they're really just Dragon Ball Z fans, like at best. They're not yeah. Dragon Ball fans. When I say Dragon Ball, I mean Dragon Ball properties, including Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Goku, Dragon yeah. Ball GT, and Dragon Ball uh, Super, yep. and everything else. But they just they're like it's not as good as Dragon Ball Z. Or whenever they came up with Super, like Dragon Ball Super, it's there's like two types of shows. So you have Dragon Ball Super manga, then you have the Dragon Ball Super anime. Mm-hmm. And you know Akira Toriyama, he's credited as you know the original storyteller and all this shit mm-hmm. on the anime and the original storytelling for the uh, the manga. But you have fans that argue with each other and said that, oh, this is anime only. Oh, no. Kiri Toriyama didn't do that. It wasn't this decision. It was anime only. It's, it's a toy studio, it's to, toy studio studio thing. It's like, when I hear canon and canon arguments, these are the most fucking things. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can't, even, you can't even have an opinion. You can't even say how you feel or express. It's like, oh, it's anime only. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm like, oh, my God. It, like, there's a there's mm-hmm. the thing I want to say about fandoms. Like, People treat fandoms like uh, fandoms of certain properties, like uh, like cults or like Bibles or some shit like that. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best analogy I can give them. The way we describe, you know, intellectual properties that we're cool with and such, we look at them like how we look, how we view our friends. It's like okay, whatever content you're coming out with, I'm there. I'm gonna watch it regardless. 
I may not agree with certain decisions you made in the writing area. I may not, I may not like everything you do, but I am appreciative of the fact that you came up with content, yes. and that's all that really matters. Mm. I feel like most people should be more appreciative of that. People look at it like, oh, this is this is this is made for me. Kind of like how sports fans be saying, like you know, like football yeah. when they say like uh, like the, I use the Dallas Cowboys for example. Yeah. We won today. No, y'all did. Yeah, did, did you, did you did sit you? on the couch with your jersey and your beer gut? Like, yeah, like yeah. what did you really do? Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like they think they did most of the work. It's like yeah, you're a fan of someone's property because someone it was someone's creative vision. They put they put on the big screen and such, and you like it yes. and such. Mm-hmm. You should be appreciative that you have. I hate, I hate saying appreciative, but what I'm saying is like you should be the fans be the, happy you have be it. Happy, yeah. Yeah. everything yeah. you look at should be a celebration of what yes. you have you may not like something but damn it you know there's more great projects before and there may be more projects that's going to come out after it and such you know it shouldn't be so hell bent on certain things that's what I want to say about it but like um, <laughs> so now we now we got never get off on a heavy topic I want to start this new segment called the fuck were you thinking oh, here we go. this is a new segment where we're going to highlight some of the dumbest news we heard on the, across the world in this week, and uh, this story is what? Oh man, this what this story? So the story came out a few days ago. I'm, there's like a Fox Fox News article, and it was covered on the you know donkey of the day. So this so this woman in Massachusetts, she is known as the serial pooper. Serial pooper. She was arrested for defecating in a parking lot. Tell tell them how many parking lots. Oh, no, 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 it was multiple spots. That's what I'm saying. How, <laughs> many, how many separate parking lots? What's her title? The, the Serial Pooper. Can you believe that? Her name is Andrea Grocer. Like, imagine groceries, yeah, but you remember with a Y. Instead of groceries, there's shit in them. So, yeah, so it says, a Massachusetts woman accused of defecating in a parking lot of a local Natick store, Natick store for months was arrested Wednesday after she was caught in the act, reports say. Andrea Grocer was 51, was charged with eight counts of Wanton Wanton destruction Wanton. property after a Natick police officer said he saw her defecating outside the Natick outdoor store around 7 a.m. Oh. <laughs> WYNC reported. Police were first alerted to the serial pooper in December when Henry Canner, the store's owner, reported human feces there on eight separate occasions since October. Does, is she like <laughs> mentally impaired? Or like I don't know. Like something? Police, How savage can you be? Police began investigating, initially believing it might be an animal, but then found toilet paper and other wipes. <laughs> Natick Police Department spokeswoman Lieutenant Kara Rosie told the Metro West Daily News an officer was patrolling the parking lot Wednesday when he spotted Grocer waiting out for the lot to clear, opening the driver's side door in her Lincoln MKX and defecating out the door. So basically, she's been driving in the parking lot, getting out the car and taking the shit in the parking lot. Like how savage can you be? Oh god! So grocery will shit drive by. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. That's a <laughs> shitty situation. Uh, uh, but, uh, quite but a tune time. Yeah, but so grocery, so grocery was pulled over. So grocery was pulled over after driving off and told police that she was on her way to her home up the street where she worked as a nanny, but stopped because she had an irrit. <laughs> She had an irritable bowel syndrome, according to the arrest reports. Her employer told the police, 
However, that grocer had access to their restroom. This couple, with the length of time that passed with grocer in the lot, led to her arrest. Sheesh. It says, I'm so happy they arrested her, Cannon told Metro West. I have no idea who she is. This has been ongoing. She has defecated quite, you know, a lot. You know, she, she defecated a lot often. There is nothing more disgusting coming in, into your parking lot in the morning seeing a pile of human shit. <laughs> So, oh, grocery was she is uh, she was released uh, without bail and is due to back in court on March second. Man, that's can gonna you, be a fun case. So, for that judge, can you imagine like being at the crime scene and you just see human the feces? Cop. It's just like a little turd. Just like can you like imagine you're in the crime scene and you're just like, oh shit, this is this is too above my pay grade. We need to call the, the we need to call the shitty forensics on uh, this one. Imagine being like the officer called out to that. It's like yeah. Officer Mullins, we need you over at uh, the Natick Hardware. They've got uh, what appears to be human feces on the ground. Like, <laughs> like, human of all feces. All the calls Imagine of all the of all the calls. The radio, they're like, what the fuck? Human of all feces. the calls <laughs> to get to pull up to that and just be like, this is what my job is. I've been called to someone. You, you pooping. know, you know, it they was have a, pooped on the ground. They would be there for There's five minutes just staring. It's like, can you can you imagine being fuck? a captain in the team? I got fucking shot in the place. I got the mayor calling me. I'm dealing with human faces. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like uh, something that the captain from Bad Boys would flip for out. For real, just flip out. Yeah, he's he's with the Pepto Bismol. Yeah, just whips out the Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine it's when they arrest like they had a picture of her mugshot and she looks she looks exactly how I thought she would look. You see the mugshot how she looks oh, like? Oh god. Oh god. Basically, the but can you, shitter herself. Yeah, like uh this is uh shit. But anyways, I'm I'll explain the joke, but uh ba- <laughs> can you imagine like when you arrest a woman and stuff and you put her in the backseat of your car, you just like, hold on, let me, don't put your shitty ass in the back seat. <laughs> they had to like you know wash it down. Sheets all what the, well, no, in the that's, back seat. that's the thing about back of police cars is they're made to just be like pulled apart and washed out really easily because people will like defecate or like pee Piss or shit. vomit and stuff like that. Why is she, her face literally that's looks like she's mug, taking that's, shit. That's her mug shot. That's what I'm saying. Is like, that's her like, mug shot. She's literally constipated, She looks bro. like she might not be all there. No. Yeah. She's 51 years old. Yeah. It's so just... Bad. It's just she could like, have like early onset dementia. Or something. Hey man, if you gotta I, go, I, you gotta go. Just not here. <laughs> she gotta do. Hell no. Like I would, I would be fucking pissed if I was a store owner and you shit in the parking lot. Hello? Like, like you had, you were close by at home. You, you drove by. It just wiped. It just you drove by. Sh- I had never well, heard of a. You know the people like think parking lots are some sort of weird trash can. Went to the park the other day. And uh, by the parking place I pulled into, there was a used condom. Not just a condom, a used condom. Just nice. right there on the white line. Opened the door, and my buddies were getting out of their, well, the friends were getting out of their car, and they were like, uh, that's gross. And I was like, what? And then I saw it, and I was like. Hey, you did, they're just marking their territory. Hey, man. Just this, like, that's it. Hey, there's literally like four ass. trash cans within like 10 yards of that spot, tops. He said, nah, son. So there's no excuse for that to be. He said, nah, I'm off my territory. I'll just say this. <laughs> in closing, just wipe your fucking ass. If yeah. you get, if you got to shit, shit in the bucket. Don't shit in the fucking parking lot, no, okay? Shit in some bushes. I know shit's natural right. fertilizer. Grab a newspaper. Shit in nature. Do what not the, shit in... So, so uh, anyways, uh, we're going to answer some questions from our guests. Uh, Quicks has Closing to go. Segment. Here, here we yeah. go. Hey, Question guys. Time. Say, I want to say, guys, love you guys. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Of course, we're on Spotify and all those special links from there. Make sure you check us out. We appreciate the love and the communication. 
We see you guys next time on the Vibe Podcast, guys. Thank you. Peace thank out. you, Quicks. Thank Welcome. you for joining. Later, y'all. All right. It's hard to say goodbye. Oh, the podcast is over song. Yeah, I had to continue it without you. Yeah, I think I have a real lyrics. Just yeah. sing it. Sing it to the tune of Dog Days Are Over by Florence. The podcast. Wait, say the podcast is over. It's going home. We said the podcast is over. Take your ass home. Turn up the TV. Turn up the lights. Get your ass in the bed. And shut the fuck up. Do, 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 do. No, that, no, is that is that necessary? Yeah, that, yes. Gotta hit that note. Yeah. All right, Jay. There, you see, like that sounds good. But see, then people think you're going to go into that song by the four times. Yeah. Sugar pie, honey buns, because they do 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 that was a good for episode. All right, so so we well, got so we got questions from uh, from people who asked us questions, and then we're gonna do we're gonna close the episode. Um, the question we have this was sent from us from Clayton, a good friend, uh, myself, and uh, Brandon. Uh, he asked us, "What are our thoughts of the Morbius film?" The first, so for those not in the know. Uh, the first Morbius trailer released, uh, I want to say last week. Yeah. And um, it just kind of came out of nowhere. For real. Sony dropped it. And uh, it's Jared Leto who's trying to. I don't uh, like Jared Leto. <laughs> to, yeah, we're going to pre- preface this with that statement there. Um, <laughs> that's his opinion, not mine. I'm I'm kind of a bigger fan of Jared Leto. But, um, I'll explain they, why. They. Uh, they released this trailer. This is Jared Leto giving a superhero character another shot. He's now playing Dr. Michael Morbius yeah. instead of the Joker. So he's he's switched uh, comic companies now, and he's working for Marvel. Sony and Marvel. Sony Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> Sony. We, should, we should specify. Sony Marvel. <laughs> and so we get this trailer, and Jared Leto does the thing we've seen him do before where he looks super frail, and then he gets super ripped. Yeah. He's like super jacked later on. Steroids. I don't know what it was that he did, but, you know. Um, it's not the first time we see him do that. Pull total Walking Phoenix on this one again. That's yeah. the third time he's done in his career. Uh, personally, I didn't see Venom. Me neither. Uh, I don't know if there was some sort of setup. This is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I wonder if there was some sort of setup in Venom that made this happen. Yeah, that, like, that's what I wanted to. Set it too. up for this to be the next. Because you know they've mentioned after the success of Venom, there was that movie was successful, right? Like, yeah, technically, I guess. it wasn't critically reviewed well, but it did make a, a lot of money. I think like eight hundred so, million. Like, so Sony announced that they were thinking about doing this thing where they explore a bunch of villain movies in their own standalone movies and see how they could yeah. do because Venom was successful for them. Um, not critically, but in the box office it was. It was. It's so much so it's getting a sequel, but we'll, that's another time. Um, so Morbius became the next in line. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten that it was coming out this year. I thought it was a 2021 release. I remember. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember they were announced it. I, I didn't really think much yeah, of it. Yeah, I didn't think I mean, of a but, release date. The re- before then when Jerry Little was on it, I was like, oh, okay, that was cool. But the issue, I, I was playing with my, my issue I had with Jerry Little in a bit. But, uh. uh yeah, so they they just kind of dropped it out of the blue, and I watched it, and I was like, mm, okay, well, I, I'm not really 
sold. Then again, I was felt the same way about Venom and mm-hmm. um, like I, I just I don't know. The thing that did catch my eye though was at the end of the trailer, they cut and they they at the very end of the trailer they cut to a scene where Morbius Michael Morbius post um, vampire yeah is um, for those that don't know Morbius he has this like rare blood disease that's killing him and he's trying to find a cure and he ends up yeah. experimenting. Uh, like combines his DNA with vampire or with a bat DNA mm-hmm. turns him into this like vampire creature thing anyway yeah um, so he comes across Michael Keaton's character from was that was that uh, uh, homecoming? homecoming yeah so in Spider-Man Homecoming Michael Keaton was the vulture which was a really poor choice for bad guy yeah. but we've discussed that before um, and he gets uh, thrown in jail and he comes across, I don't know if he's on some sort of work release or what, but the very end of this trailer. He's in a prison, though, Yeah, sure. it looks like it's some sort of prison setting. And he says, what does he tell him? He, he makes some quip. He says, what's up, Doc? Yeah, he says, what's up, Doc? And then it, then it just cuts away. But it's clearly supposed to be Michael Keaton in character as the Vulture, yeah. whatever his name, he's like his actual name was. I forget his but name But like was, that's yeah. clearly, they're having an interaction there. So they're building this little universe piece by piece. Um, so it might be interesting to at least keep an eye on to see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, I probably not going to go see this in theaters. And yeah. that's, I, I like Jared Leto. So like, um, oh, man. Why, why don't you tell him about your beef with Jared Leto? <sighs> I, if, if Jared Leto was, was even a movie, I probably still wouldn't be excited. I, yeah. I even, still, if he, even if it was someone different, it's not, it's not a Jared Leto thing. It's yeah. a, it's a, this is probably not going to be a great movie. Yeah. The me. thing, I, I, the reason why I'm just like, I don't care, but it's just, my issue with Jared Leto is how he handled uh, the Joker situation regarding uh, the Todd Phillips movie. Yeah, the Joaquin Phoenix. So, movie. like, to grant, like, to like when when Jared Leto did the Suicide Squad, like from what I reports were saying, he did like a lot of scenes that, he, that it was a lot of scenes that he did that could have been his own movie, and that sounded cool. Like it, it was sounding promising or whatever. You know, he's been like, you know, he's a method actor and everything. He sent like his cast, like props, like dead pigs and yeah. stuff, like bullets or whatever on set. Uh, but I'm not here to talk about that. The issue with having Jared Leto was when Todd Phillips had pitched his script to Warner Brothers to do his Joker, you know, character exploration movie with, uh, what's his name? When he, when he, when he did it with, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. The issue I had with him was that he was he went out of his way to try to destroy you know someone yeah. else's creation. Now, granted, he had every right to be upset because Warner Brothers promised him he was going to get his own movie, and but the, how he acted and like I have a serious issue with someone try to sabotage someone else's creation and such. I don't I don't care. Like, listen, I don't, they a, a, a company can screw you over anything. It's fucked up, but try to fuck up someone else's visionary because thing because you're mad. Because yeah. you're mad. I, I'm just like that's foul to me. That's whack. I know it may sound like a nitpick, or whatever, but it's just like I don't fucking care for Jerry Little. That's some bullshit. Anybody like I, I support creators who want to create things. I'm not for people who want to shut down someone else's creation because they didn't get a chance or whatever. It's just like you know, find a way to work things out. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm sure it hurts Jerry Little even more to know how successful that movie was. Too. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm pretty sure because it, did. it absolutely the success of that movie absolutely canned any opportunity of him reprising the role as Joker. Yep, in a standalone movie, for sure. Um, yeah, I just I just don't think Morbius is going to be very good. I w- I thought that was an odd choice to begin with, mm-hmm. as far as villain mo- villains you could have given their own movie to. Um, I don't know much about Morbius. To be I, honest, that's the thing is like. Venom is a super well-known bad guy in Marvel, but specifically for Spider-Man fans. 
Morbius is much more ambiguous. He is a Spider-Man bad guy. Yeah. The rumor is that you know, he's part of the Sinister Six, isn't he? I think so. I'm not so the sure. rumor is that this movie is going to tie off to the Sinister Six movie that we're supposed to get next. I thought the original plan was to be much like the Avengers, where they get all the villain side movies out on their own. They yeah. make you the get the Sinister Six. Allegedly, the next thing in the pipe that we're supposed to get after Morbius, there's going to be a post credit scene or something. The belief is that the Sinister Six movie is next. So that is an exciting prospect. It's enough to keep me hanging around to see what's going to happen. It's not enough to make me go see this movie because that post credit scene will be on YouTube within a week of that movie being in theaters. So, um, and the spoiler will be out on the internet before that. I can just go read about it. Oh, it's um, it, it sucks, but it is what it is for Jared Leto. Um, he makes good music. Yeah. So, like, he's got a thing there. I think he's a talented actor. It's just sometimes it looks like he picks poor scripts. The Suicide Squad thing is not entirely his fault. It's not his that fault. That movie was doomed for War- Warner Brothers fucked that movie up. Yeah. They fucked it up for everybody, just I like, think. Just like they continue to do with all the DC property, but we we can talk about that another time. For real. But yeah, that's the thoughts of Morbius. I, I think there's just enough there with the connection to Vulture and Spider-Man to sort of keep me around to keep an eye on it, but not to go see it. Yeah, for you. Right, so what's our what's our next question? Uh, the next one is, what is the worst job you had ever? Mm. Me. Uh, working for GameStop. He's working for Walmart. <laughs> uh, just, like, I loved the people I worked with. Um, yeah. I hate, hate, hate retail. Um, I'm not a huge fan of people in general. Yeah. Like, uh, that's just me. I, I do not like people. And... Um, I worked retail during like the holidays time. Uh-huh. It was a holiday hire kind of thing. Yeah, and it's just people are awful and they're at their worst at that time of year. Many times they're at their best as well. You always hear a lot of really good stories around that time, even if it's just people feeling in the spirit. That's okay because there's not enough positivity in the world. Yeah, but um, you see the worst in people, and it's it's kind of ridiculous. I almost got into a physical altercation with a man. You did? Yeah, my, uh, my first day at work. Um, my first actual shift, uh, I, we were really busy, and I forgot to put this guy's game in his case cases, and he walked out and he came back in. Was it, was it a customer? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was some mechanic guy who just gotten off, and he tried to pick a fight with me, and my manager stood up for me. He was like... Uh, oh, nice. He was like, well, he, he was like, um, hey, man, he cut him some slack. Like, it's his first day. He was like... The guy came back with this wonderfully intelligent retort of, well, I'm a mechanic, and you know what happened if I forgot to put somebody's brakes back on their car on their first day? I was like, that's great. You're a mechanic. This is a, a game-selling business that's not even remotely the same. But, my guy, I'll knock your ass out <laughs> if you need me to. But, you know, he huffed and puffed away, and there was no problem. Most of the people I dealt with were actually pretty nice. They were very understanding, yeah. which is surprising to me. Um, but just like some of the ways that that company does things, it's like, I yeah. understand why they're in the situation they're in now, you know? So like, it's just, that's just my worst experience. Cause it's, I just don't, I'm just not a big people person to begin with. No, nah, I mean, I feel, you know, you spent all t- all this time in retail. You spent a lot of time in retail. So I, you can, yeah. You know, you've got more stories than I do. I probably, cause like, I, I, when I worked at Walmart, I, I love. I I used to work the back room. I love working in there. I, I get to do do things at my own pace, stocking stuff or whatever. It's just 
at one point in time, they basically got rid of the position. I, you know, I, I like love because the corporate was, you know, they made change. They made, they, they made some, you know, corporate changes to where they wanted more people working on the floor and such. And they had no more use for people in the back. Cause now they put things on top shelves. And so your boy was now stocking stuff. The issue I had with this is when they start putting me in places, the same places over and over, and there was like the favoritism. That's when I hated it. I had issues where they put me in the in the freezer where I got tired of doing the same thing over and over. And it's just like, yo, like I'm all about fairness or whatever, but there is always the um, favoritism or oh he can't do it because he's old, he can't do it because of this. It's like yeah. no, dude. Like I love that there's always excuses like yeah. That. It's, it got tired. I got I got tired to the point. The issue that pissed me off was when. I, I made like eight seventy working there at Maine, and then four years later, I was I barely got to like eleven dollars, and then that's when they started raising like the minimum wage up a, mm-hmm. a bit. So they started off some guy, he like he was he, he was he he's been there for one like like two months, and he's already making ten dollars. And I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like ten twenty three. Like that's some bullshit. Yeah, I've been working here for four years. I just got to eleven bucks. Yeah, like that's the thing with Walmart. Is like they're great. They got. They got everything for the consumers, but they pay the employees like shit. And yeah. I and I really sincerely feel for like like people I, I've become friends with and such. Cause I'm like I really hope that they find something better because I I really want them to find you know better jobs and such. Like you don't have to spend your whole entire life for a company that does not give a fuck about you. Yeah. Or, you know, you know a lot of people. Their like big gripe with Walmart, yeah, is that they make so much money they should provide more for their employees. They should pay them better, yeah, and that they don't. They don't give them benefits or you know better benefits or anything like that. And like, I know a lot of people that don't shop at Walmart because they refuse to support the company until they treat their employees better. I respect like, that. There's a reason that they're on like they're so low usually on places to work, mm-hmm. which is odd because similar places like. Costco's more of a membership-based place, but, like, Target's always fairly high on places to work. Yeah. They have their dumb things they do, but, like, um, you know, you see other people in a similar situation in the industry, like a similar industry, so, like, wholesaling like that. If they can afford to do it, making they make just as much money as you do, you can do the same thing. Like, that's people's, it's been a big gripe for a long time, I know, at yeah. Walmart. My grandmother always always, like, she hated shopping at Walmart. She refused because she did not, like, the people that started the company specifically for the way they did business. Yeah, because it's 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 so bad. Because like, not only you have employees there that don't give a shit, yeah. the company don't give a shit, mm-hmm. and now and now you now you have given a bad experience for all your other customers out there. And now it's like, uh, well, they don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Like I've been in a situation where I was asking for like, uh, this was when I stopped working there. And I asked that I wanted to pick up a game and I spent 20 minutes looking for somebody and I said, Hey, can you give me, can I, can I get this game? Whatever. Oh, the manager there, you need to go find this person. I'm like, bitch, you work here. Yeah. <laughs> then I go talk to the manager. He's like, Oh, I said, I'm trying to get this game. Can you talk to this lady? I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. You know? And it's just like, I'll just get the key and do it myself. No, nah, dude. I remember one time I was working at Walmart, bro. I was a night nice stalker. Uh, yeah, I was a night nice stalker, and it was two o'clock at night. And uh, I'm working over in this hardware aisle, and there was this guy. You know, I'm stalking like light bulbs and everything. Two o'clock is when everybody goes to lunch. I was going to go to lunch a little bit later. I, was, I still wanted to keep, you know, you know, you know, still stock whatever, get everything done in time. And there was this guy. 
you know, our store is open 24 hours. So there was this guy, he's walking now. He has like this big ass air conditioning and he's running at, he's running. Well, he's like walking until he gets to like one of the fire door exits and such. And then he's about to open. I was like, Hey, sir, you can't go to where he goes. Whoosh. I was like, Oh shit. This dude just, you know, opened the fire emergency door. So I was like, Oh shit. And then actually, you know, I heard, like the car just peels yeah, off he and stole the AC. he stole yeah. the AC come to find out this dude's been doing it for a while and such and he and it's like calculated plan I'm like that's some ballsy shit yeah cause he knows that they don't employ loss prevention at 2 o'clock in the morning yeah and then so like so the door was open I tried to close it but like, yeah, like I couldn't do anything like they had a like manager had to get some like lock to whoever to yeah. like put it back shut so I go all the way from like the hardware aisle to go to the grocery aisle because I couldn't find no manager nearby. So I'm walking through and I'm hearing a sign go, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. It's not setting up the entire store at all. It's just that one section. I was like, see, if we had, if we had like a terrorist attack going on and such, we'd be all dead. Or like if we had like this, a fire exit. So if there was a fire. Yeah. And we went out that way. The rest of the store does not know there's a fire until there's visibly fire or smoke has filled the building. That's bad. That is very bad. So I called a manager. The manager didn't even show up for like five, ten minutes later. So when he gets in, he's just like, hmm. This is unfortunate. Let me shut this. Yeah, he goes back. All right, Josh. Well, (laughs) all right, buddy. Get back to work. work. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you, are we not going to talk about the fact that this man just ran out the yeah. fire exit with an air conditioner? And I was like, you know, and I was like, at that point, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of Walmart. And I'm so yeah. glad I did. I was like, no. Nah, was that man. what you were working over in Dallas? Nah, no, Dallas. I fucking hate the one in Dallas. I was working with a I bunch of. About Dallas, so. I was working with a bunch of ignorant ass niggas up in Dallas. Such a So do the. Damn. Damn. I hated it, bro. But that's a whole different topic for another time. But yeah, it's just Walmart is just worst experience yeah. and such. some people say delivery is bad I'm just listen it's just you, nobody should be working so hard for very little pay is what I'm trying to say facts alright what we got next so uh, let me see oh there's another one that's a good one uh, one person asked uh, what are your thoughts on Bailiff and Smash Bros <laughs> Um, so that's that character another Fire Emblem character yeah. that's in Smash oh man uh, I wasn't happy about it I'm gonna keep it short and simple it's just that person, it's just that person for like the final smash for all characters for this season. It's just, it was very underwhelming. Like all the characters they had before, they had like uh, Joker, they had uh, Banjo Kazooie, yeah. uh, the Piranha Plant, Piranha Plant, um, Terry Bogart. Yeah, it was like, like super, like varied and like, you know, they're all very distinct. Yeah, they were very, and then you got Fire, Fire Emblem character. It was like, bro. Like, oh, cool. Somebody with a sword. Yeah. Yay. And so I was like, oh, this, this, this person could have three different weapons. I'm like, I don't fucking care. It's another Fire Emblem character. They have so many more power. Like, there's like, so, so many. So does Pit, but For hey. real. There's so many Fire Emblem characters. It could be his own fighting game at yeah. this point. It's like, what is this? not even Smash Bros. But someone argued, like, hey, there's more Pokemon characters than there are uh, Fire Emblem. And I'm like, okay. That's a valid point, but Pokemon already got their own fighting yeah, game. It's called Pokemon, Pokemon. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Pokemon do have a fighting game. So <laughs> your point is moot. Yeah, it's called Pokemon. Like, who cares? It's just like, nah. I mean, I, it's just, it's whatever at this point. I was super mad about it, but I was like, they could have had like, you know, Dante from Devil May Cry and such. But see, the, my thing is, is like, yes, it, I think it was a crappy choice. But it was. Also, like, um, they also announced we were getting, what, five or six more characters also? Yeah. So there's still a lot of potential for more characters. Yeah. Like, we already have, what does that put us at now? 
90 characters? 80-something characters? It's a lot. That's crazy. I have a feeling they're not going to stop till they cli- like reach 100. Yeah. I think they're after we get this next group of five or six, they're going to be like, all right, got one more coming mm-hmm. before we get the next Smash Bros. game. So it'll carry us through maybe another year of content. And so then we'll end up with about 100 characters, which would be crazy stupid awesome. Yeah. That would be... So yeah. Yeah, there was a silver lining. So yes, I do agree. It was probably a bad choice, but also yeah, we're just, getting like six more characters. That's exciting. They could be anybody. Yeah, because like I mean, had, like had the character been like in the first pack or whatever, it would have been cool. The next yeah. next season pack, it was just like for your final season pack. It's like, bro. Then the part that annoyed me is like you know like we have you know Alex. I had we had back and forth with him. This man gonna tell me be appreciative that we have another characters, motherfucker. I spent sixty dollars and thirty dollars on a season pass, yeah, bro. What uh, the fuck are we talking, are you talking about? about? I am appreciative of all these characters, yeah. but at the same time, like we're talking about Nintendo, who have a vast library of characters, and yes. we've now seen that they'll draw characters from things they don't own the IPs to, like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. So there's no excuse to not pick somebody crazy out of a hat, yeah. like. Yeah, Let's put just, Master Chief in here. Let's get Dante. Oh, you want Commander Shepard from uh, Mass Effect? Why not? Yeah, it's just it's just there's families, there's fanboys that say be appreciative. It's like no, look, like, it's Marcus being, Phoenix, everybody. Yeah, it's like being overly positive and being overly negative is still toxic, nonetheless. Yes, it doesn't it's like, like just it's it's toxic when you just take everything. It's like oh, it's, well, I'm glad we got something at all. I was like, shut the fuck it's up. It's like, look, they need us to tell them what we like and don't like or they don't know what to do. Yeah. There's literally, li- literally they bring people in to do things like that. Mm-hmm. It's called QA. Yeah. Here's next. They, they bring people in for play testing. It's, That's true. Yeah. You know, it's for that very reason, to find out what's good and what's bad. Yeah. You know, it's... So if you just go to a playtesting session, sometimes you're like, oh, well, this is all the good stuff. What was bad? Oh, nothing's bad. I'm just glad to be here. Get the fuck you, out of here. You get out of here. You're not helping. Yeah. Oh, that's what they do with like, movies, too, when yeah. they do like test screenings. They do test screenings. Oh, I hate to. I, I that's what leads it. to reshoots. Yeah. It's like, I don't like the movie. It is stupid. All right. What do we got next? <laughs> all right. That's a long topic. Um, so, like, Seth, uh, I forgot to ask this question last time. But he says, uh, what, are, what are our thoughts on next-gen consoles and the, and the possibility of the end of the standard format? I think what he meant by standard format is like, uh, what do you mean by standard format? I think he meant like, um, damn, I forgot to say like, you know, oh, like the standard format is like we release consoles every five to seven years or so. Oh, okay. That is what he mean. Like, do you think, you know, how do you, how do you feel about that? Like now, because now they're coming up with new powerful consoles and more of this. I mean... I think it's coming eventually. Yeah, I mean, eventually we're going to reach a point where, like, maybe we'll even see consoles where these hardware companies like NVIDIA and AMD and all Mm -hmm. get into the console business. Yeah. And make it to where you get a base console, and then after a few years, just like PC, you can just upgrade your parts, your specs. Yeah. You know, for sure. NVIDIA, because they've already had such a, like, Microsoft and NVIDIA have always kind of been tied at the hip a lot back in these last 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. So I could see them striking an exclusivity deal where NVIDIA works on a ton of hardware for the X, the Pro Series X or whatever whatever it's yeah. called. And um, where in you mm-hmm. know five or six years, it's like, okay, well, NVIDIA is about to... It's like, instead of getting a new console, we get a, just a bunch of upgraded specs and parts for our system that we can just interchange, replace, and 
you know, it can become a lot more like building a PC just makes without sense. the full customization. It's like these specific upgrades are here. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. I mean, that or yeah. we're just going to get consoles so powerful and so state of the art that they won't age as fast. I feel like we're going to get more upgrades than, than new consoles. Upgrades makes more sense than yeah. like whole on new consoles that last longer, right? Yeah. I think that's what's probably going to happen. If we, we're going to get more up, upgrades and just start worrying about like, I mean, like if they come, if Apple comes out with a phone like every year or two, I mean, that's probably bound to happen for consoles eventually because you can only keep on. I mean, something has to change in the gaming industry. I hate to say it though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because sometimes you, you can't expect people to buy the same thing. No, you, you can't. You can't expect people um, to continuously buy your consoles instead every five to seven years or so. Yeah. So you know maybe the upgrade is cool. I don't. I don't know. I'm we're just talking right yeah, now. Yeah. It's it's that's such an interesting question because like I hope I understand what you said correctly. <laughs> yeah. We don't really know where they're going to go from here. Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. Thank you, Seth. He loves the podcast, by the oh, way. Oh, great! He yeah. really loves it. He's it been, he's been pro- shout he's, out to Tubin Monkey, Tubin Monkey. Like he's been like sharing, like uh, sharing, like tweeting out the podcast and everything on Spotify. So and YouTube, go give so. him a follow on all of his social media. Yes, and his he's YouTube. on. Yeah, he does. A, he has. A, he runs a Twitch page, Twitch TV. Uh, Tubin Monkey. Uh, this dude has awesome badass streams he's yeah, very friendly he's always doing he's a really friendly guy he's always yeah. doing crazy cool stuff yeah he's fun to talk to he does like and if you like raid his streams he's like like you don't get the oh thanks for the raid no it's a it's a fucking celebration yeah. you're gonna you get a rave party and everything with a bunch of monkeys dancing yes it's, i it's pretty great. it's, it's it, he's a he's a he's a it's great dude great. he's a fun, great hopefully friend. he lives not too far from here right we live in he stays in uh louisiana, louisiana. So hopefully one day here in the near future we can have him grace us with his presence yeah. on the podcast. Well, right now we probably do like a wireless like thing. Yeah. We're talking, we had to, we, probably, we got to figure a way to do the podcast where we're still sitting here with the mics. Yeah, but we, we still, can like see him. Yeah, or like talk. We're gonna get on the logistics, Seth. This is an open invitation to the podcast. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, yeah, go give him a follow. You subscribe to him on YouTube. Make sure yeah. you're. Uh, Liked him on Twitch and everything else that you do. There's a bunch of stuff you can do on Twitch. For but real. Like, contribute, follow, yeah, enjoy. That was, that was a great shout out to uh, Seth Tube and Monkey. Yeah, I felt great saying that. But anyways, yeah, well, you know, we gotta, you gotta <laughs> plug the people that support you. So yeah, we're all here for. I also want to support and say thank you to Kuma too. He's been yes. he's been very supportive shout of the out podcast to Kuma, too. Who also has a Twitch. Doesn't yeah. He, he, has, he has Twitch. He doesn't stream as consistently, but he does stream. He's gonna start his podcast yes, soon. Also so. that. He's he's working he's got some he's cooking some things up in his own yeah. in his own right over there. So uh, shouts out to Kuma, shouts out to Seth, the Tube and Monkey. Uh thank you for fucking listening to us this is this is awesome I, we, yeah, we putting up is, with our us trying to sort of feng shui everything and yeah. figure it out again this is, this is the reason why hey, we listen guys this is a wildly more energetic uh, like well not just energetic but like wildly <laughs> more like well put together version of this podcast 1.0 our first run at being a podcast yeah that was that was a little rough we was trying to we was trying rough. to we was higher we were trying to rush it but this one we're like yeah we're, especially we're that, like, that you know that but i mean just like our original run of podcast a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that was also a little rough yeah so we've learned a lot 
this this week we're much more energized. Last week we were at the end of the run on the weekend, and it was like it had been a long couple of days. So today you got us at the like this is what you should. <laughs> this is the new norm, as as Doug Peterson said when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the new norm. Uh, unfortunately oh. for Doug, it did not seem to be correct. However, with us, it will be true. This is the new norm. We're we're very we're trying to be more energetic. Oh my also, while while Josh is over here running down the uh, the, the questions, I've been I'm professional gonna, as fuck with gonna, these things, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop in here real quick and take a time to. The Super Bowl is a week from. It is now one o'clock Sunday, January 26th. Who pl- who's who's going to play? So a, a week from today. The San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs play in Super Bowl 50 whatever. 51 or? No, this is. 56? 54. 54. I, I think this is 54. It's so many numbers. So the Eagles won 52. And then the Patriots. Are, yeah, I think this is 54. When you put Roman, Roman numbers, I'll be like, I'm fucked. See, that's why I'm glad I took Latin in high school because I know how to count Roman numerals. Okay. Um, yeah. But it is. I believe it's in Miami. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's Miami. I heard my, I think I heard my. Oh, Miami, because I heard Will Smith was talking about that. Yeah, I think it's But it is the Kansas City Chiefs' first trip to the Super Bowl since they won uh, Super Bowl f- five. Yeah. So that was in nineteen. That's not like a long time ago. Seven, seven, seventy-one, sixty-nine. No, damn. No, sixty-nine was the Jets. Um, That's a long ass time. Years. It's been like fifty years. Yeah, 20, 20, 70, it's, 1970, it's, it's seventy one. Hold on, let me double check that for me. We Super Bowl Super Bowl five. Just Se- type in nineteen seventies to me in my head it feels like it's thirty years ago. It's, when really it's actually, 50. when yeah. actually it's crazy. like fifty. Years. Um, like, holy shit, dude! Oh my god! It's uh, or forty something. No, it is fifty. It's fifty years. Yeah, correctly. So they've not been back to the Super Bowl since they won Super, the only one. Super Bowl win or Super Bowl five? I think it was. Okay, Super Bowl five. No, see, three was the Colts. Four was the Jets. Nineteen seventy one. Yeah, so that's God the Chiefs, right? Dang. Super Bowl five. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was the last time the Chiefs had been in the Super Bowl, and that includes they had Joe Montana at quarterback at the end of his career. They came close, I believe. I think they went to the AFC Championship game. Anyway, so Jesus. we've got them, and then we've got the Niners. Who are back in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2012 when they lost in the Har Bowl, one of the favorite Super Bowl gimmick names that has ever been created. Mm-hmm. Um, they they lost in what turned out to be a great game. After I'm not going to get any conspiracy theories here, but okay. <laughs> um, it should be a good one. We've got a pretty good defense against maybe the best offense in the NFL. The Chiefs they can score fast, lightning fast. These guys were down. Um, the the Texans jumped on them. Quick, oh yeah! In the divisional round, of the playoffs, yes, and they were down. What was it? 28, 28 to nothing, or twenty-three? They were down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. 20, Twenty-four to nothing, and they ended up winning that game by like three scores, and because they just mounted. A, that was at the end of the first quarter. They were down, and they mounted a comeback and won that game. And um, they so they know they can get down and come back. The Niners have a much better defense, although the the Texas defense is pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm interested to see if the Chiefs shut down the running game. That's going to force us to see more of Jimmy G at quarterback than we've seen all postseason. Yeah, it it should be an excellent football game. Personally, because I have more to stake, the Andy Reid is my guy, and he's coaching the Chiefs. I really want him to. Get, I really want him to get the Super Bowl. 
Okay, on top of the fact that Patrick Mahomes is from White House, Texas. He's a Texas kid, born and raised. He's the first ever quarterback in NFL history to have played high school and college uh, football in Texas and start in the Super Bowl, which is incredible because Texas has sent several quarterbacks to the Super Bowl. They just didn't start both high school and college. Gotcha. Um, but people are happy that the Patriots are not in. Yes, I think a lot of folks are just happy the Patriots are not anywhere near the Super Bowl. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I don't know how many points to give this one because the Niner defense is solid, but the Chiefs can put up some points. But so can the Niners. It's it's going to be a good one. I want to say 34-28 Kansas City. They Damn. Hoist, they hoist their first Super Bowl. Andy Reid rides off into the sunset as champion. And uh, we'll probably see a Super Bowl MVP performance from an unlikely person. I'm going to say a Super Bowl MVP performance from either Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Man. I feel like perf- the halftime performances is when racism starts to happen. <laughs> Yo, I don't even know be, who's doing the halftime shows bro, this year. Bro, like, every time, I remember one time it was like, if it was like, like Beyonce was performing on stage. It's always well, that was when she did the thing where the like Child. they kept memeing her, where she was like making all the weird faces. Yeah, yeah. but it's one of people like, oh my god, a song is taken for half her. I'm yeah. like, oh y'all want to have, have the same it's energy? It's a Super Bowl halftime show, of course. But then, but then, but then when a like when a white person before, he'd be like, oh, this is too damn long. Hurry up or whatever. Oh, it's look, just it's like Dave Matthews Band. That's a, the only time when racism starts to happen is yeah. in the halftime show. But, really then, but then when the game happens, we all unify again. It's like. yeah. Um, no, last year they had Travis Scott. That was a tr- terrible. Yeah, that was, oh, that was a terrible that halftime was an show. Halftime terrible halftime show. Yeah. I, I even stopped watching that Super Bowl. I, I enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't. They thought it was boring because it was a lot of defense. I yeah. love defensive games like that. Yeah, but I did. I don't really watch the halftime show anymore. Yeah, and, and so uh, most people watch Super Bowl for the commercials. This year, I'm super invested in the game. It's interesting to think that if the Niners win to next week they could kick off a dynasty. Either team here, honestly, with a win, could kick off a potential dynasty. It's They're both that good, and they both are fairly young enough on both sides of the ball to be able to do that. I think the the, the Chiefs have the younger quarterback with more potential because mm-hmm. I think Jimmy G might have maximized his. I think yeah. he's reached close to his zenith. But I think the Chiefs are set up Really, if they can keep the offense together, they're only one really good piece defensively away from being a potential dynasty. So, it could be a it could be a um, sort of uh, league altering mm. Super Bowl. Um, whereas last year's Patriots win was probably the last gasp of a great dynasty of the two thousands, um, and the Eagles win before that was. One in a million Cinderella story kind of thing, typical for Philadelphia, who are the city of underdogs. You know, identify them with Rocky. You know, it was like the greatest underdog. So that was just kind of their thing. Um, we, there's a potential here to kick off a dynasty. So okay. I'm, I'm excited. I want the Chiefs to win. I won't be opposed to the Niners win. I'd rather the Chiefs win, but I have some Niners friends, the Niner fan friends. So, you know, I'd, I'd be happy for them to be able to experience that. Uh, so yeah, that's my little Super Bowl bit. The Pro Bowl is today. It should be this afternoon sometime. That's where the guys who aren't playing in the Super Bowl go. And they, got, <laughs> they, they go and they get to compete for absolutely nothing and just dick around for a whole game and you know talk to each other and talk about, hey, we should play together. My contract's up next year. I know yours is up this year. Let's go to this city because they've got all the money. Um, if you guys we- think that that doesn't happen in professional sports, 
<coughs> you did not pay attention with LeBron James and Chris Bosh got lured to South Beach by Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how that happened. They played on the All-Star team every year together, and LeBron, Wade was like, hey, look, we're going to have a lot of money. You guys take a little bit less. I'll take a little bit. I'll take a lot less. Y'all come to town. We'll win a bunch of championships. Boom. It happens in every sport except for hockey because (laughs) hockey's free agency rules are really weird. He's like, (laughs) good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But um, the Pro Bowl, my favorite thing about it happened today is the skill stuff that they do. Uh, But it's fun if you like to watch a bunch of professional athletes just screw around for a whole football game. Everybody gets to play. Everybody goes has fun. Nobody takes it seriously. Yeah, it's just it's just just a little bit of fun the week before the Super Bowl gets the guys who aren't playing in the Super Bowl a chance to get out and play a little football one more time for they don't do it again until June. Yeah, so that's you know, so that's my little Super Bowl blurb. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Can't wait. Also, the commercials are starting to hit early because I saw yesterday that apparently the Planters Peanut Company has killed off. It's longtime mascot of 104 years, Mr. Peanut, in a video they released on their social medias and in subsequent posts about rest in peace, Mr. Peanut, memorial services and stuff to be announced since he has somehow sacrificed himself to um, save his friends in what was going to be a car crash, like the car was going to go off the cliff and mm. he sacrificed himself to save everybody else. So I don't know if we're going to get the conclusion of this and he's not really dead or what, but apparently the Planters Peanut Company is going to have a new mascot. Really? Mr. Peanut is a de- allegedly dead, yes. So, um, I, Super Bowl commercials are going to, if that's how we're starting a whole like 10 days ahead of time, those commercials are going to be wild this year. So, you know, if you don't like football, at least tune in for the crazy commercials because y'all don't understand the money these people spend on these. It's like, $5 million just to get a 30-second ad in the Super Bowl nowadays. So yeah, that's why they go all out. Um, what, any more questions left? Oh, uh, we got a few more. Um, another another different person from Seth, he asked us, how do you feel about the – okay, this this be a quick question. He goes, what are, he says, what are our thoughts on the independent game booms? Basically, like indie games that's getting a lot of awards and such, and a lot of recognition lately. All I'm gonna say is, man, AAA games gonna have to step their fucking game up. Yeah, I I think it's great for the industry. It is good um, to see all these little studios that you know maybe two dozen people tops come and they put these games that crush the awards and they sell really well and. The f- people love them. Gamers love them. It's it's good because it's healthy competition. Yep. I think also it can be bad because it leads to these companies getting plucked like Microsoft has been doing. But also that's good for the people that work there because it means now they're going to get big budget money to not only work on games, but also they're going to be able to get paid really well to do what they love. Yeah. And that's always good. I'm always for like that's that's kind of a like bias of me of like having people friends and you know in the business stuff is like. I always love it when they get to you know, do what they love and they get paid well for it. So, like, it's good. But also, you're right. Like, it's going to force these big-name companies that we've had around for, you know, decades yep. to be like, okay, well, this little indie company with a tenth of our budget just put out one game that was better than the last four re-released in six years. Mm-hmm. What are we doing wrong? So it's it's kind of a wake-up call for the bigger companies. But also, it's just good for the business. Diversity is always good and everything. And, like... To have all these little companies come in with some of these really great games, like I played, um, 
Oh man, now I'm not going to be able to think of Oxen Free. I finally sat down. It came out a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. I finally sat down and played it. It's a pretty good game. It's interesting. There's different endings to it. It's like an interactive narrative. Like there's not a ton of gameplay. Like you walk around and climb up and solve some puzzles. Yeah. Um, but the story was pretty good, and it it, it won a lot of awards. And there's oh, been, it did? yeah, and okay. there's been a lot of other games like that that are sort of. Small teams really focused on developing it and making it good. Like, look at Untitled Goose Game. Oh, God. Like, I have yet to play it. That but... is, it's a lot of fun. It's a comedy game, and it was made by a fairly small studio called House House. <laughs> and it has taken the world by storm. There's tons of people playing it. There's all kinds of Let's Plays and stuff of it. It's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's simple. It's not hard to play. It's funny. And it's like, it reminds you of how lighthearted games can be. Because now I think sometimes we get caught up in, like, the seriousness of you know, some big big games and things like that. You know what I, I would say about the independent games? Um, like now, words of, I feel like word of mouth really helps spread now. You don't oh, even for need, sure. You don't even need, like, cup. You don't even need to, you don't necessarily have to do a trailer or marketing, heavy marketing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just get word of mouth for people just talking about it and using hashtags and everything. Everything just spreads like wildfire. And you just like, you, it's just... The internet just changed the game. Yeah. In the independent creators out there is getting a lot more recognition and such. Now it's just, I think it's good for independent games right now. However, some indie games, there, there are some indie gamers out there that, that, that I, I see before that do be copy, copy someone else and don't put in any effort, but it's yeah. good. It's good to see the ones that do try and such. Yeah. And you know, it's just, Hey man, everyone has to step up and do something. So, that's all my thoughts about that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty simple topic there, but yeah. Uh, Kuma asks, "Do you think?" <laughs> he says, "Do you think they'll reintroduce Apocalypse from X Men as a big threat in the MCU?" <laughs> they got to get the X Men on board first. They, yeah, once they figure out how to feng shui the X Men into the MCU, yes. Yeah, he's kind of like we we put we put all the uh, MCU discussion stuff out, right? Yeah, we put so it like yeah. we we. Fiddled with the idea of Doctor Doom being a big bad later on yeah. in the MCU. Apocalypse, similarly, would be on my list of guys I want to yeah, see. Yeah, they screw up Apocalypse in that X-Men movie. Uh, fuck, what was it called? Uh, the X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, uh, yeah, it was called. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I believe it was what it was called. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I liked terrible. Oscar Isaac as him, the bad guy. I liked that movie in some cases, but other things, it's just like, ooh, ooh. I didn't like his design. He was supposed to be, like... Thanos size, basically, yes, and they made him look like regular human. Yeah, yeah I was he, frustrated with that. Yeah, he, he yeah, it's just I don't know. It was, but I, I did like the way they dove into the lore and everything with him and how being worshipped as a god and all that stuff. Like that was yeah. really cool. Um, I, I like that. Truly, I like that series of movies more than pe- most people do. Yeah, uh, I just like the way they revisited it, visited everything, and mm. um, also Days of Future Past is like one of the. The best ones. Yeah, like the best like, comic arcs of all time. Yeah. Um, but I I would really like to see them find a way once they get the X-Men in the MCU, which mm. I'm hoping is within, it's, what are we at stage four now, right? Yeah, phase four. Phase four. I feel I, like, I hardly they won't be coming I, in five years. No, no, I, they won't, but I, they won't have their own movie. Will they have been added in in like post credit scenes and stuff? I think so. Yeah. Somehow. If not all of them, I think we'll get Charles, Logan, and a few members of the original X-Men team. Somehow in various stages of post-credit scenes. Um, I just think it makes sense to do it that way. And then, you know, they're established. We already know they're there. 
especially with like some of the other things we've you know, heard and seen. So, um, but yeah, once they get them involved, yes, please give us apocalypse. It's like the next major bad. I'm guy. starting to theorize whether they do something with, um, like Scarlet Witch or whatever, because even though technically in the, in the comic she's like you know a mutant and you know human mutant and all that such, they could do something with her story that lead up to like uh, you know post credits with her. Well, you know if they if they go so the theory right now is that like House of M is their next yeah like thing. If that's where they're gonna go, that's gonna put mutants into the MCU. Which, okay. Yeah, and which means the X Men will be there. And that's all they need to establish that they're there. I heard that the, the new Doctor Strange movie was supposed to have Scarlet Witch in it or for, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, so it's you know it's entitled like a Madness of the Multiverse or whatever, yeah. and it's supposed to be it comes that comes after WandaVision. Yeah, because you know this fall we get um, uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, and we get WandaVision. Those are the first two of the MCU TV shows that we're getting on Disney Plus, and that WandaVision is going to set up the events along with like the next movies in phase mm-hmm. four, um, for the next Doctor Strange movie. And that's why, like, allegedly, she's supposed to be the bad guy for that. Oh, Whether shit. she's the Avengers' next bad guy or she's Doctor Strange's opponent in that movie, we don't know. But that's the way that, like, the titles of the movies have come on, like, the way things are starting to point. Excuse me. That's one of the prevailing theories that the House of M is, like, the next major arc they're going to try and tackle. It's going to be a long which, time. Especially man. after they, you know, they're like... Um, you know, Kevin Feige kept hitting at stuff last year at their reveal of everything for Phase Four. He was like, "Yeah," he was like, "People saw the name of that, and some of the other names are like, okay." Well, he was like, "Yes, no, we have the X Men property, we've got mutants." He was like, "And the way we've got it planned, they're gonna be." He was like, "We may not see the X Men on screen." He's like, "But mutants themselves are in the MCU. They will be confirmed in the MCU by the time this is all done." Mm. So, the plan is in place. So that would mean Apocalypse is probably like ten years out. At the earliest, yeah, I would think, but I I would really like to see him get some sort of you know some sort of like inclusion. Yeah, that makes sense. And for the final question, um, another stuff, Jay he asks, uh, where do you see the superhero drama in the next five years? Uh, no, going nowhere. It's going nowhere. Going fast, nowhere those, anytime soon. Those things are absolute cash cows for Disney. Yeah. And the almighty dollar is the, the deciding factor here. And as long as they can squeeze hundreds and hundreds of millions and billions of dollars out of them, they're, they, it may only be Marvel for a long time because yeah. DC cannot seem to figure out how to get out of the how to get out of neutral. Yeah, that's the thing. But uh, like, like had had it not been an MCU, I probably would have said I, I probably had a different response. But like the MCU is like they they put the right guy in charge, and Disney yeah. has given him full complete control over how this goes because his first vision worked out so well. Mm-hmm. They're crushing it. The TV shows we know are good. Hopefully, they bring some of those back. Um, we know everybody's super hyped for the first wave of Disney Plus TV shows. We know everybody's hyped for the next wave of movies. Like, there's just so much they can do now. Like, the excitement starting to build for me again because I remember after Endgame, I was a little bummed, but also I was excited. I was hopeful for the future because now I was like, think of all the possibilities we have now. Mm-hmm. They, they had that um, conference a few months ago where Feige announced all the Phase Four stuff. Everything's tier releases, the release dates for everything like Black Panther, oh, really? Doctor Strange, all that stuff. He when he announced that Blade was in this MCU, he was going to get his own movie, and that uh, oh, Mahershala Ali was going to be like 
like there's so much to look forward to. Like I'm super stoked to see where we're going to be in five years. Is because that'll put come. us at, that'll put us at the end of phase four and into phase five. So yeah, cause there's still so many characters that we have yet to see, and mm-hmm. I hope D- I hope DC eventually get their act together. I mean, DC's got a lot of really wonderful characters too. And yeah, I I wish they could find their own Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. But the problem is DC is like... They try, to, they, try to, they try to get one, but it's not working. They, but yeah, because they, they keep picking the wrong people and everybody submarines each other and it's just like a vicious cycle of betrayal and backstabbing and like, you know, it's, they've got to find people that'll get out of each other's way and let the one person have the vision. That's what Disney found in Kevin Feige. They're like, he found a bunch of people that are willing to play their part mm-hmm. and it worked out. Yeah, you got to let people have their creative range and such and just back off a bit yeah so that's what made the movies great for the first place <laughs> exactly so yeah um i guess that's it is that everything i think that's everything here we are at one twenty in the morning we covered everything it's probably a two-hour podcast it's probably <laughs> yeah once he edits it down it'll probably be just about two hours yeah there were some bits we can cut out there we rambling like right now we're yeah. rambling about things that aren't going to make it onto the podcast for real we actually got we actually covered a lot today this is probably one of the best podcasts that we did yeah, in a while we have very much to say i can't wait to have i can't wait for the next one one of these days we're going to be able to do this on time yeah and quicks will be here for the whole podcast he won't yeah. miss out on questions yeah. So episode we'll six, see. <laughs> we'll we're going to try and do it early enough that quick. He always be here for the questions. He always say, "What's the time, man? Yeah, I got to go, man." Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty productive episode. Yeah. Well, if you guys enjoy what you hear, please give us a like, follow, subscribe, share this podcast or whatever it is with your it, friends. With your friends, whether it's the video version or the audio version. Please, whatever you can, you can do it. It will it, definitely help us out and spread the word about the Stacks podcast and everybody. Uh, is there anything you want to say in closing? No, I, uh, I'm i going to work on uh, I have a little bit of a shout out probably for us in the next podcast for okay. somebody that's helping to spread the word and support things. So hey. that'll, be, that'll be in there. We'll probably put that as an opening tagline or a yeah, an in tagline one. I'm not sure, yeah. um, but that's pre- pretty much it. I just wanted a little blurb about uh, the Super Bowl. I'm glad I got that in there. I'm going to try and work some sports stuff in. Oh, is that the sports segments are coming? Because if if we keep doing these like we've been doing, the next one will probably probably right around the NBA All Star break, and that'll be that's always a fun time to discuss the NBA because that's when things get interesting. Yeah, um, it also be, means that. Uh, basketball, college basketball conference championship tournaments will be kicking off. Yep. They'll get ready to roll into March Madness, which is one of my favorite times of year. So I'm going to try to work some sports stuff, give you guys more than just our nerdy things. We can also Woo! you know, show our depth and cover some other things. Yeah, this uh, podcast is getting big, man. Yeah, we're, we're trying to... Uh, don't come here looking for political stuff, though. That's not really our forte. Yeah. Uh, but we will try to cover other things and you know try to be a well-rounded podcast. Yeah. Because um, I, I actually have because uh, the channel is oh. posted on is now it's no longer called Statics Podcast. It's Statics Productions. So it's made so we can put more material on there and such. You know, we will. I will we'll it, have all kinds of discussions and crazy. Yeah, we want we want to make it a lot bigger than what it is. Um, also. That depending on when we do the next one, it could be the day of the Wilder Fury fight, or that could have already happened. 
Holy shit. Mm, now that's going to be something to discuss for sure, for sure. Also, shout out to Conor McGregor. I'm not a huge fan of the guy as a person, but he's a hell of a fighter. Yeah. And he came back after a hiatus of over a year and uh, knocked Donald the Cowboy Cerrone out in 40 seconds in the first round. So, Damn. Um, notorious with another victory. We'll see he's, what that takes. Yeah. Out. I'm glad nobody, I'm glad I didn't pay money to see that. Yeah, me too, man. I would have been yeah, I, I if, you, if you if you if you was I, supporting Cowboy, yeah, I, I feel bad for Donald Cerrone because I've always I've always liked him. Yeah, and he's a really decorated fighter, not for championships, but like for accolades. Yeah, like he has the most finishes in UFC history. He has most wins in UFC history. He has most TKO victories in UFC history. Like he's got a ton of records. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, the guy just seems to have rotten luck when it comes to the big fight. You know, he just can't get it. Yeah. It just it's some guys, man, they're great fighters. And when the, the lights are all bright and they get their big chance, just, they can't. I'm, but I'm hoping before he retires, I think he's like 36. So I'm hoping before he retires, he finds a way to rock that championship one time. Even if he just wins it and retires, that'd be a heck of a way to go out. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't deny he's a UFC hall of famer based solely on his, his accolades. The guy's a heck of a fighter. Yeah. So you know, much respect. I'm, I'm, and he got paid, even though he lost. He and Connor both made banks. So um, that, that, you know, that's probably a really crappy consolation because a win over Connor McGregor in his return fight probably would have positioned Donald Cerrone for a shot at that championship. Yeah. Um, but tough break. He'll get back on the horse, and he always finds a way to recover and get right back in the picture. So we'll see what he can do. But the next big fight. It for me, is Wilder Fury too. That's going to be a slugfest. So, okay, that's um, what's up. So yeah, we got we got things in the pipe, but that's going to do it for us today, I guess. Yeah. Uh, as far as what I'm about to announce, uh, yeah, um, I'm working on a review. I'm going back to the drawing board and working on the Resident Evil review for Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil Remake. It's in the works right now. Uh, I can't give a date of when it's going to be out. I just want to let you know that it's in the works. Um, I plan to eventually uh, want to put out a video, an update, channel update video on the main channel. Maybe it'll be around February 1st. Uh, We'll see. Like I said, I don't want to make entire guarantees but i want to work on something i want to let people know what the future is going to be with channel going forward the podcast and everything so be on the lookout for that um streams i do want to get back to streaming eventually i don't know when but i do want to let people know that i'm still keeping it in mind there's a lot of stuff going on and such but i do will announce that eventually so yeah uh other than that uh like i said before you can check us out on spotify we're on youtube uh like share the video share with your friends share it tweet it tweet about us do whatever you can to spread the word about the stats podcast spread the word about stacks j grizzly quicks and spread all the love because we really appreciate the love and support um yeah that's all i really want to say and then uh in closing until the next time guys i'm statics j i am the man <laughs> grizzly and we're out. Signing out, ladies and gentlemen. And then you had like the love hour at the end. Uh-huh. The George Michaels. Yeah, the George. <laughs> 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 <laughs>